Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What what what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, uh, what's new, Jade Hubs? I'm just hanging out in the hideout. Ah, uh, welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am Hefe. That is Dubs. This is your hideout, your safe place. Do what you want, say what you want. Here you can be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone, dial those numbers. Ah, uh, J-Dubs, the whole crew is here. Matt Albert, Chunks, uh, Tommy Bateman, and uh, C-Lane. Uh, all here tonight for your entertainment. And boy, do we have a very jam-packed Monday night. Uh, J-Dubs, man, what, uh, there's, they're planning a comedy um, around Baghdad already. Really? Yeah, like a sitcom of sorts. Uh, Mission Impossible 3 did awful over the weekend. Finally, something that I've been saying for years, that's size zero. That either you are wearing or your chick is wearing, mm-hmm. not really a size zero. Not anymore. Dedicating web pages to girlfriends. Oh man, there's a lot of stuff. The president's new helicopter. It's costing six point one billion dollars. What all's going into it? Why Iran may actually be right about something. I'm looking and I heard something about Iran and I'm thinking these guys have it together. So all of that, J-Dub's on the way. But first, we're going to start the hideout with a bit of local news. Chunks, if you could get in here, please, it'd be fantastic. Chunks to the main studio. Chunks to the main studio. As, um, I guess the 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 brush fire. Yeah, they are out of control. Well, they are now back in control. Yeah, but that any well, kind of brush fire is out of control to me. I don't feel uh, comfortable around any of it. Uh, homeowners. Uh, through the area have been allowed to go back. Power's also been restored. I think it's time to declare the war on fire. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous. What has it done for mankind? Not a whole hell of a lot. I don't it's, think so. It's ruined a lot of people's homes. That's all I see out of it. I think fire is, does more harm than it does good, and I think it's now time that we finally back. You know, I want you to go through that whole last uh, thing you just said and replace fire with black people and see if, that, if that's right. No. Because it's not. <laughs> no. It's not. It's not at all. That's exactly what I'm saying. You can't be uh, persecuting fire like this. Uh, do you fight fire with fire? Turn it against each other? Fire on fire crime? Mm-hmm. Give fire crack. Give, him, <laughs> give it to him by the CIA. Right. Which, by the way, that's why Porter Goss resigned. He decided. He could not be behind an organization that fed crack to the ghettos. So, uh, J-Dubs, here's what we're going to do. 
Fan the flames? We are going to put out our own flame. Okay. Mo. Different kind of flame. Chunks. No, it's the same. We have an idea for you. I'm not gay. So here's what we're going to do, Chunks. We're going to send you to a location. And the first person to pour water on you <laughs> will win a prize. I don't know, dude. I'm not gay. We have a lot of prizes. Oh, wow. This stick is hard. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I was, I was what playing, are you talking about? I was playing with my stick from Friday. Your wolfball ball bat. The bat. I'm sorry. Ironically, gay, though. yours has as many bumps <laughs> from places you just shouldn't have put it. It's equally time. appealing to chicks. I go, what were you saying? So we're going to fight. Uh, we're going to put out the flame, if you will. By the way, did you have you seen the sign down over? I saw it when we were headed. Oh, I was headed over to the Earth Day birthday. Oh, the right? yeah, the uh, the homosexual one where yeah. it's uh, what did it say on it? It was uh, you have a choice or something like that, or it just says homosexuality, I think, with a question mark. And but there's some little saint underneath it. Yeah, a cho- I don't know if it's a choice or you can change. Yes, or... I think it was you can change. And it's right behind the church's chicken. Is that where we should send him? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's where we're sending you, Chunks. I, don't, I still don't get it. Not, okay. I think our listeners are afraid of that area. That's perfect. We'll make new friends in a new area. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I stop and get some church's chicken? I, that would be awesome. <laughs> All right, I'm there. Hey, is Drew Curtis supposed to be joining us now, Chunks? No, his flight got... Um, He's on the phone. Is he? Yeah. I thought he was supposed to come in tomorrow. From what I understood, his Go flight, talk to- flight got delayed. I, of course, Fark.com. Yes. Oh, this stick is hard. Is, <laughs> is one of our favorite websites. Everybody uh, in the business will use it to get... Uh, Their show prep. Yeah, show prep. It's also a great networking tool. Mm-hmm. Um, we all use it. And I knew that Drew was in the area for a big party in Tampa on, on I guess, Saturday. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know he was supposed to call right up front. So anyway, Dubs, we'll send Trunks out. Also, too, I don't want to uh, panic anyone, but I believe if you go to the webpage on realradio.fm, rethink homosexuality. Yes. That's what it says. Yes. Rethink homosexuality. <laughs> and do they think they're they're gonna put that up there and people are gonna look at it and go, "Damn it, you're right." Here's what I don't need this. Here's what's odd about that as well: the fact that it's in the quote-unquote black part of town Mm -hmm. and black folks are notorious for not being like tolerant of homosexuality so i don't know why they would put it there of all places Mm -hmm. all right what's the update with drew curtis from fark.com oh he's downstairs oh i'm gonna go get him right now nice get the hell out of here all right that's perfect wish we had known that oh well it'll be nice to talk to drew yeah, absolutely. That would be funny. He's down to... He said, hey, can you type something up while I go get him? And I go, type what up? And he goes, I don't know, like, JewCurtisFark.com. I go, I think they know that much. <laughs> Everything has to be typed up with him, and poorly, at right. that. Right. He hasn't discovered that spell check is out there. He thinks he's still on a typewriter. Speaking spell. Hey, did we get that photo up of that bird? Is it up there yet? Because I'm a little worried, J-Dubs. Why? I think the bird flu is here. I know that ABC was planning a big mm-hmm. like movie event 
about the bird flu, mm-hmm. and it is here, uh, and it being here. Yeah. And we're downstairs here at the Clear Channel compound, right, where you enter the little key code to come in, and there's a precious little baby bird mm-hmm. that is dead. Now, I don't know why it is dead. You look at it, it wasn't shot. It wasn't smothered. It's not like it hit a car. It's lying in a bushy area, mm-hmm. just dead. And I'm thinking, until I get word otherwise, the bird flu's here. No, I, I agree with you that the bird flew. The bird flew right into the side of this uh, mirror-like building, and that's why it died. I'm not going to start a, 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 a big uh, hubbub about a dead bird. Now, here's the thing about it, though. Look at the bird. Do you see a glass indentation in it? The bird is perfectly intact, except for probably its little organs, which are liquid from the bird flu. No. Why don't you go down there, open it up, taste it, and if it tastes like bird flu, then we'll uh, have a story on our hands. Now, here's the thing. I have uh, beaten the bird flu already. Mm -hmm. I had it last uh, summer before anyone else had it. So I can say that I'm okay. Why don't we do this? Why don't we get you to go downstairs and lick it? No, I'm not going to lick the bird. I think if you went downstairs and licked the bird... Even though I don't believe it's bird flu, well, then what I'm do you still have, not going to lick the bird. What do you have to lose? I'll rat hole it. All right. If, hey, any sort of insertion, I'm fine with. I'll turn myself into a little bird bath back there. Pour a nice glass of water. A hummingbird feeder, maybe? <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, I'll hum. Oh, he'd rather a woodpecker. Uh, Mike on 417 here in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, fellas? The uh, Parliament House is a couple blocks down from that area, so that is the biggest gay area in Orlando, so to speak. Oh, right there behind the church is Chicken? Yeah, well, a couple blocks down on OBT is Parliament House. And it's a a high traffic area with the, uh, with the, the stadium there and everything. Yeah, it's just, it's a big area right there where, you know, that's, you know, maybe you you need to go down there and find out, big boy. Uh, well, no, I usually take a different route to the Parliament House. I'm usually going the you back go way, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> Bumping our heads under that joke. Well, yeah, that's not the first time. Did <laughs> no, it? Uh, that time it was only figuratively. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 at Star one zero four one in your singular wireless phones. All right, Dubs. Obviously, the bird flu is right here in Maitland. <sighs> Not obviously. And we have these uh, fires mm-hmm. that are roaring rampant throughout Central Florida. Why does God hate Central Florida? That's the next logical question. Bird flu, fires, hurricanes on the way. Yep, they are. They're talking about the next big hurricane already. What did we do to piss off God? Sodomy. Is that it? I think so. Is I that, hear he's not a big fan. Is that really the only thing we could have done? I think so. To deserve the bird flu and fires? The bird flu is not a uh, fact yet. It's downstairs here in Maitland. We no, got a it's pic- not. We got a picture of it on the hideout page on realradio.fm. It, it's a dead bird. Lick the bird and improve I'm it. not going to lick the bird. Chunks will. Steven and Coco Beach are in the hideout. You think you will? Tastes like a peep. You guys, uh, you guys know if the bird flu is an airborne disease or is it uh, something you gotta like eat, eat the bird? Or I think it. The bird? I think still like uh, anywhere it's been found, it's not airborne yet. 
yeah. from what I hear. I think the big thing is passing it along from the birds to humans. By eating. And then once you get it to the humans, that's when it turns into trouble. Well, not even by eating. I've heard just even like handlers in places like Indonesia. Right, so you got to yeah. touch it. Yeah, you got to touch it. So that's why we're going to go downstairs and try to speed up the process. All righty. How do about this? We, we go, we cook the bird in a local brush fire. The Combine bird. the bits. You com- you cook the bird, you get rid of the bird flu. Who wants to who wants to lick the bird? Ceiling. Matt, intern. Matt, you always look hungry. How how long's the bird been out there? Uh, since Friday. It died on Friday. Yes, it's been laying out there since Friday. How many Clear Channel employees are now infected with the bird flu? <laughs> I want to know how many of them stepped over a dead bird and didn't say, "Hey, maybe we should throw this thing away." All right, I say Matt just licks it. Just lick it on its baby bird head. The beak. How about you give it a nice little kiss, and let's see if you get sick. All right. <laughs> All right, we got to go downstairs and get the bird. No, you aren't bringing that infected thing up here, even though I don't think it's infected. It's too late. We already have it. You can call him on the phone and lick it. All right, we need photos of that, too. I'd rather him do it in person with Drew Curtis here. Really impressed, Drew. Yeah. Look at these guys. Shock jock. Kissing birds. This isn't what Bubba got fired for, was it? No, he did something stupid. I don't know. Killed a pig. Yeah. This is completely different. The fowl's already dead. Mm-hmm. We, just, we just fired one back in August. Uh, <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Uh, so much to do tonight, J-Dubs. Um, if you'd like to be a part of the hideout, you can uh, instant message us, Real Radio Hideout. It's the AOL instant messenger. Everybody has it, so uh, use it for the show. RealRadio.fm is our website. HideoutHeretics.net is where the heretics gather to discuss the show. And Fark.com is where uh, we do a lot of our show prep. Every radio show does. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never been to one place where Fark was not on the uh, the uh, favorite list. Right. I was actually turned on to Fark by my stepbrother when we were in D.C. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, A.J. You know who turned me on to it? Hmm. Tuttle, when uh, he came to D.C. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I was on the bandwagon before you then, I guess. Guess so. We never saw each other in D.C. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, so Drew Curtis is here. We also have that bird for Matt Albert to lick to see if it has the bird flu. For some reason, is sitting right outside my studio staring at me. Where we put all the food. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to take a you want to take a bet as to what Drew looks like, because he's infamous first of all for the website, but then too, I mean these Fark party, parties are supposed to be a really big deal. There was one down in Tampa. I've, al- I've always wondered what a Fark party is, you know? Like I always see him posted on there, Fark party here, Fark party there, and I always wondered what goes on there. Are you just discussing uh, discussing uh, odd headlines? Yeah, we can talk to him about that too. All right, there's a picture of the bird flu bird. It's on the it's on the hideout page on realradio.fm. It looks like a normal bird, except for the fact that it has bird <laughs> no, flu. No, it doesn't. Click that other link. I, th- I think you might find that more frightening. All right, let me see what that one is. Oh, wow. Okay, that was frightening. <sighs> Katie Holmes now. <sighs> All right, so what do you think uh, Drew looks like? Matt, you got a guess? I was uh, talking to Tommy during the break, and I thought he would look like Bobo, but younger. <laughs> a younger Bobo. Yeah. All right, Bobo. Bo- bald, uh, with a goatee. 
Oh, that's me. Mm-hmm. So he looks like me. But white. <laughs> I look like Bobo, but younger. Um, what do you think, Dubs? I think more of a Louis Skulpnik type from Revenge of the Nerds. I think it could go either of two ways. I'm, I know you can. I And it would be surprised if... There's you're... billboards about that. Make a choice. Rethink. Wow, stick is hard. Rethink <laughs> homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, when I saw it for the first time, I was like, man, that's a really cool billboard about, you know, people have some misconceptions about it. This is awesome. <laughs> then I see where it's like, you can be saved. I'm like, up, oh, wrong. Once I got past the church's chicken building, I saw what it actually said. Uh, I'm going to say he looks kind of like a frat guy. That sign smells delicious. Those that was I'm thinking either comic book guy from The Simpsons <laughs> or Topher Grace, like nameless. Just an average looking dude. I'll go comic. I'm, I prepared myself for comic book guy. Okay. Even, th- even though I think he's more of a... Louis Skulnick. Right. Whatever that means. I bring in Drew Curtis, the uh, founder and creator of FARC.com. Over 400 million web pages, uh, web views in, 2000, in 2004. Wow, in one year. Wow! Oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> what a cool dude. He brought in some yingling. Nice, yeah. awesome. All right, well, Dubs, what do you think? I think I was right. I think you were right, too. <laughs> I think you did it with the skull nick from Revenge of the Nerds. And he brought a computer, too. Yeah, he brought a uh, he brought his laptop. He brought some yingling. Um, well, may I say it is a pleasure and an honor, Mr. Thanks, uh, Mr. Curtis, to have you into the hideout. Yeah, man. thanks. Um, all right, so you had one of these fart parties down in Tampa, what, yeah, on Saturday? that was a good time. Was it? Yeah. What is a fart party? Dubs was saying, do you guys get together and talk about the headlines? Or? No, uh, what it really stems out of is I'm a big extrovert, and so I can't stand like being somewhere and having nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So usually if I go someplace, I'll just put something up on the website saying, hey, I'm going to be at this place. Who wants to come join me? And All right. Basically, it's just that. It's just like going out and having a whole bunch of friends show up, except you've never met them before in your life. Is it a good time? Usually, is oh, it a good great. turnout? The place in Tampa was pretty good. 80 people show up, wow. and it was actually hosted by Tampa 10, which I think is the ABC affiliate. Mm-hmm. I think there. so. Something like that, yeah. And they, they did it at a, the dog track out there at a bar uh, where they have pole, stripper poles for the patrons to use. That is a very good idea. It's a genius idea. How come we don't have a stripper pole right here in the middle of this uh, table that we have set up? That's a good question. We've always got ladies in Mm -hmm. here. We always have them get up and dance on that table, but it never actually ends up going through. Yeah, because uh, you can't get the full experience without the pole. Uh, Drew Curtis from FARC.com here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. So, uh, did you hear what we got going on? We have the bird flu here in Maitland. Yeah, I heard you guys were talking about that. I think, actually, let's go ahead and bring the bird in so that Drew can Touching the bird. So that Drew can get a good look at this. And it's, I doubt it has the bird flu. Now, I know you, I guess you had an issue uh, with bird flu, your flight, or your flight got delayed or something? Yeah, I got my, my flight got screwed up. Uh, Delta, apparently, now that they're bankrupt, won't, you, won't let you board flights uh, within half an hour of arriving at the airport. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know, go figure. So you just missed your flight? By five minutes, but it was still on the ground, and I could have made it, but right. they wouldn't let me go through. So what do you have to do from there? So, uh, Well, nothing now. I just basically called him up and yelled at him. So. <laughs> oh, that stinks. It. Wow, that's uh, smelly. Yeah, that, that is. I can smell the bird flu. The bird flu has to stink <laughs> no, that it's, it's a dead bird that's been sitting there for three days. That's why it stinks. Um, no wow, that's an incredible smell. All right, Matt, are you going to come in here, and are you going to lick the bird to prove that it has no bird flu? All right, are you coming in? 
I'm coming in right now. All right, I tell you what, we need to break. We got a break first. Uh, Drew Curtis from FARC.com in here hanging out in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Just to prove once and for all uh, that the bird flu is here, trying to speed up the process of it going from bird to human. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you see that ABC has this movie coming out. I know, yeah. That is going to be real... Uh-huh. It's it's outbreak essentially is yeah. what it is. Yeah. And you can't go out and get anything and there are people dead in the streets. Oh, yeah. I think they reason- stole like seventy five percent of the footage from their Y two K video that they did a few years ago and they're <laughs> just gonna recycle the whole thing for now it's bird flu. For some reason everybody's wearing one of those really cheap uh, doctor's masks and have a AK forty seven. Everybody in the uh, preview has that. Have you noticed that every disaster movie is essentially the same when you mm-hmm. think about it? Because yeah. you're right, it's Y two K it's um, that same Russian movie. Remember what the Russians that? were going to invade in the 80s? Oh, yeah. They had, they had that 10.5 movie. That, remember we watched Yeah, that. that's the, right, yeah. And you know what? They had that stupid like F6 tornado movie mm-hmm. that they Perfect. made a sequel for. Well, really? Yeah, they made a sequel. They called it F7. <laughs> nobody watched either because, you know, it disappeared into nowhere. I, what, was the, what was that stupid? Uh... It, had, uh, it had Shannon Doherty in it and uh, yes. someone else. Oh, I. Uh, the ugly uh, brother of, uh, what's his name? Um, Ron Howard. No. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing out brothers. There you go. Uh, so anyway, so we're all here hanging out in the hideout. Now let's think about it, too. This is something that I've always wondered, because we have the bird flu here in Maitland. We have brush fires. What's the best natural disaster? Disney. No, come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not in Orlando, my uh, friend. I got you. Right, never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Let me reset. What's the best natural disaster? Best like, meaning, uh, be, meaning worst or best meaning the one you look forward to seeing? Well, right. it depends on your point of view. Do both, okay? yeah. Yeah, if you're, you know, if you're into the apocalypse, right. which one would you like to see most? We'll take a break, come back. Drew Curtis from Fart.com, hanging out in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Coming up next, 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 next. On the hideout. All right, we're going to, uh, we'll throw that about a bit. We'll talk more about Fart.com. And Matt Albert will lick the bird to prove whether or not it actually has bird flu. Could he, other than bird flu, is there anything else that he could actually catch from this? Maggots. You have insurance, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, you're cool. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, back in the hideout on a Monday night. It's Real Radio 104.1. Um, com is the website. Drew Curtis. It's his gig. He's hanging out tonight. Very cool of him. Now, does that, do you get some, like, odd legitimacy from it, like, that you weren't expecting when you uh, run FARC? Like, like, how do you mean? Like, uh, from other news uh, outlets? Yeah, it's really weird, actually. I was just over today at Tampa 10, touring around, and, like, everybody in there knew who I was, which was so bizarre. I mean, mm-hmm. they're all on there all the time. So. Um, yeah, the, all, and you know, as you know this, I mean, every radio show uses yeah. it for prep and, you know, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other, so... Well, I'll tell you something else we noticed, too, is that we just signed up, uh, Google has got this new tool called Analytics, which helps you analyze site traffic. And, mm-hmm. yeah, they haven't launched it live yet, but we've been using it. And one of the things it allows you to do is analyze traffic by corporate IP block rather than, like, by location. Number one corporation in terms of traffic hitting FARC is CNN, like, coming out of CNN's headquarters. Number two, Fox. Wow. So uh, I'm sure Clear Channel, which is who we work for, yes. has to be right <laughs> it's up be there. got to be three. I just couldn't believe that CNN was one. I was like, wow. All right, so they're getting you news from you. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Well, I talked to some guys. They say they're using it. They're trying to figure out, like, what news stories will actually capture people's imagination. If they see it on FARC, they know it will. So. The, that, that's the whole thing about this uh, this website. You uh, you have 
a very uh, comical approach to everything, and everything's pretty, uh, you know, you have a punchline for almost anything on here except for something that's really serious. Right. Um, all right, now, one of the big things that's always in the news is this bird flu, which has reached Maitland, uh, actually came to the doorstep of the Clear Channel compound, literally, right as you try to punch in the code, uh, if you go to the hideout page on realradio.fm, mm-hmm. you can see, uh, I'm going to call it the first b- bird victim in uh, in Florida. It's not the bird flu. I'm uh, going no. to go and say that. Of the bird flu. It w- the first bird flu victim was uh, Frankie from Coco Beware. Yes, uh, Frankie the bird. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Did he die in a fire? <laughs> that's what they say, but I think the symptoms of the bird flu uh, hindered him from escaping. Uh, Matt Albert, you said you, have, you will prove once and for all that this, I guess, is not the bird flu. And you will lick the baby bird. It's time to stop the panic. Okay, so you're here to say, hey, I'm going to be somebody. I'm going to show you there's no reason to fear dead birds. Exactly. He thinks it's a peep. Yeah, it's a really fuzzy peep. (laughs) Just a little moldy Mm because Easter's already come and gone. It is yellow. So let's bring in this baby bird, uh, if you will. Matt, even if you want to go get it, it's right out there on the ledge. I ain't touching it. I want to lick it, not touch it. Um, in fact, I could smell. You may want to get it, because it's in a wrapper, you may want to get it like it's an ice cream cone or one of those donuts that you get at 7-Eleven with the plastic, Yeah. and you just hold it with the plastic. Yeah, because you don't want to touch it when your tongue's going on it, like it really matters. I'm sure Drew Curtis is just really impressed with us. This is riveting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, bring up the lights, and why don't you do it in front of the nice hideout sign right over there, Matt? Uh, what's the problem? You bitching already? It smells like Hooch's taint. No, you can't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. That's twice now I've had to dump in this first segment. All right, Matt Albert came in and was mad because it smelled like something awful. And From he, an awful intern. Yeah, and he used the body part of an old intern. All right, he is unwrapping the baby bird, which you can see on our hideout page on realradio.fm, and he's opening up. I accidentally smelled it earlier. Drew, you want to give it a quick smell? Absolutely not. Oh, you're probably going to anyway. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get it. Yeah, I but... think I'll be able to avoid it, yeah. All right, Matt, why don't you... You know what I mean? There you go. Use the plastic. You smell it? <laughs> What's the problem? It's just a dead bird. Get on the mic. The smell gets in your mouth. You just don't put it in there. You just get... I... That's the that's the bird flu uh, airborne virus. Apparently. Don't bring that back through here. All right, bring it all the way up. That's a long plastic bag you guys brought. <laughs> I was. Are you gagging a little bit? <laughs> now let me hold up, hold up. Before you go any further, let me get you a trash bag. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> Give me one too while you're at it. Got a spare? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I can lean over. I already smelled it. Are you ready? Oh Jesus! Nothing can work here. Okay. So Matt. Let me have you. Now, would you like to do an Aussie thing? We came back with Aussie. Would you like to go ahead and bite the head off of the bird flu infected uh, it's, chick? I can't close my mouth around this whatsoever. It's that- go ahead and isolate that. Um, that's impressive. So why don't you pick it out? Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, there's a bit of a uh, bird, dead bird stench in the hallway. It's in here now. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Matt Albert. Going to try to prove once and for all there is no bird flu. Oh, now that thing is precious. It's, it is a cute little bird. Is, it, is its beak wide open? Is that what it is? Like the shock of death? 
It wants to feed. <laughs> All right. Now you're going to be the big bird, and you're going to put the food into its mouth. Or just lick it. Your tongue into its mouth. It's missing an eyeball. <laughs> All right, maybe that's the good That'll part. That'll happen. That's yeah. the good part for you to lick. It's that's one of the symptoms, isn't it? That's <laughs> where you'll get the most taste, yeah. right? The eyeball goes first. Right. Does it have a peg leg too? All right, use your tongue as a patch. Let's get over there. And uh, Matt Albert now going to prove once and for all there is no bird flu. By the way, if there is a bird flu and this is the first documented case, I guarantee you this will be a headline on Fark.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, you so bet. When- <laughs> all right, Matt, ready to make history, ready to stop the panic. Oh, hold on, bring the mic right over so we can hear you lick the bird's head. Just do it already. What's wrong? It's disgusting. Yeah, there we go. I want to hear the lick. If I don't hear the lick, then we got to do it over. Ready? <laughs> He's already gagging. Ready? Oh, jeez. Set. Mo. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that was dirty. Oh, that was dirty. Wow. All right, where are you going? What's wrong? <laughs> is it all, is it all on your tongue? <laughs> Talk. Get it? It's that weird like baby bird fuzz what do you mean? on your tongue. I've never had that before. <laughs> well, you haven't licked baby birds. You're inexperienced. How did it taste? Uh, dead. <laughs> did it did it taste rotted out? <coughs> Are you going to throw up? No. Hold on. Look at the bird. No. <laughs> look at the bird that is in the bottom of that trash can. Just take a look at it. Oh, it still looks hungry. Cheep, cheep. Cheep, cheep. Do you want to apologize for molesting the dead bird? Shouldn't have been wearing that. <laughs> Come on. You're a bird necrophiliac. All right. Well, there he is, Matt I'm Albert. Beast. When I was trying to lick it, I could feel my throat close up. Really? Well, don't don't worry, you'll get that. past that. Right. All right. All good girls do. There you go. I can't close my mouth around this whatsoever. All right, take the bird out of here. Can you take the bird back downstairs? How about a nice proper burial? Or flush it, whatever you want. That's what I'm thinking. He looks so mad Hold at the on. bird. He's like, damn you for dying. Should we... Would it be out of the question to go put it in one of the uh, bathrooms, women's women's stalls? Oh. And just put it there? I, you know I, say just, I say just toss in the... Uh, the Little can they have right next to the bathroom for the uh, for the rags? It did come from an egg, so mm-hmm. I could see where that would go. Uh, I'm I, sure I'm sure some dirty woman in this building will use it. Uh, Drew Curtis from Fark.com is here. Uh, are, you have you're writing a book. Yeah, that's right. And one of the big things that you, I guess you're ranting about in the book is the bird flow. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of, the, one of the it's it's more of a series of observations I've had after reading essentially every single media article that's come out since 1999. Right. And uh, this bird flu thing's a bunch of crap. I actually heard a caller call in earlier where you guys were talking about the transmission thing. Mm-hmm. Turns out the only way you can catch this is if you live in a third world country and you happen to live in the same house where chickens crap on the floor. That's what it takes. You have to consume the feces of the chicken. Oh. They haven't actually proven you can get it from eating the infected bird. Matt, get back in here. (laughs) We've got to redo the experiment. Well, you just uh, hold over your mouth and squeeze. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever's in the intestines is yours. Yeah, so far to date, I think there's about 130-so cases that have killed somebody, all in third-world countries where they don't have hospitals. Now, why is it then, it stinks in here, by the way, 
Why is it then the panic over this bird flu? Why well, the movie on ABC? It's because it's been all trumped up. What they're mm. worried about is it actually is not, like I said, it's not contagious very easily at all. You can't even catch it from another human being at this stage. Uh, like I said, again, you have to live in there with chickens. The problem is, is that they're concerned that it could potentially mutate and join in with a virus that could potentially affect humans. So uh, everything's just speculation what yes, could happen. exactly. And, and, and they've been saying it's definitely going to happen. We're going to get the bird flu here. Yeah. They've been saying it over and over again. It's a definite thing. That's right, because it makes for good headlines and whatnot. But in reality, they, they haven't found one single confirmed case of human-to-human contact yet. Well, SARS was the big thing for a while, too, yes. and uh, that fizzled out like a bad Yeah, that fart. disappeared real quick. Well, those, those viruses <laughs> that kill people end up disappearing real quick, because think mm-hmm. about it. What's the shelf life, you know, a week? Hold on. I don't want to uh, overstep. Uh, uh, I'd like to go back a little uh, hideout rewind and just really give Dubs credit for his... This is not like a bad part. <laughs> yeah, for his, for his simile. Uh, <laughs> as it f- SARS fizzled out like a bad fart. It's Shakespearean Kudos. almost. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not stupid here. Um, <laughs> we ain't dumb. <laughs> right. Now, on, on Real Radio uh, Hideout, the AOL Instant Messenger, according to Evil Eye, uh, he says bird flu facts. One, the bird flu has only killed about 65 people worldwide since 2001. Yeah, it ain't much. Uh, two, normal influenza has killed over 36,000 Americans uh, just since 2000. Actually, I got you a good stat. You know, every year 500 people are killed in the United States by coconuts falling on their heads out of trees. I, you know what? I did hear that before, <laughs> oddly enough. Yeah, go figure. I, I had no idea. And according to Evil Eye, all flus are quote-unquote bird flus because yes. they all start with fowl. Right. So then what the hell's the problem? Why it's something is... to get excited about. Nothing's going on in the news. That's basically it. Well, is there a war? Papers. Yeah, well, you know, we're tired of that. <laughs> yeah. That's been going on for a while. Who cares? Yeah, it's time to move on. <laughs> My tongue is tingling. Is that, that bad? That is the bird flu. Uh, you know what? That is <laughs> Somebody get on the phone with the CDC, and let's find out what exactly a tingling tongue means. Like, what kind of tingling? But like, a tingle, like it went numb... But it's like pins and needles a little bit. Okay, that's actually what I'm getting here. I'm on the website. What else are you feeling? A little sweaty, but that's because kind of, of the weight. That's a yeah. constant. Lethargic. <laughs> Who'd have figured a six foot five, five hundred pound guy would be uh, sweaty and lethargic? A little groggy. I'm worried his hair is turning gray. <laughs> oh wait, uh, it was doing that before, even though he's 21. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe the bird flu could be like some sort of a uh, super thing for you, Matt. It's out of youth. Right. You're turning black, man. Is uh, is that one of the the uh, symptoms? He looked like Ralphie Mae when it all started. Oh, really? Now wow. he's uh, now he's black. All right, let's that puts take, it in perspective. Let's take a break. Come back. More with Drew Curtis from Fark.com here in the hideout of Rogue Radio with a 4.1. Back in the hideout on a Monday night. It, it really does reek like dead bird everywhere now. I don't even smell it. So hideout Rogue Radio 104.1. Hello to everyone listening on Real Radio FM. All the Farkers. As Drew Curtis from Fark.com is here, hanging out. As long as you want to, bro. If you, hey, no problem. You want to, we'll, uh... We go till 11, if you can handle it. <laughs> Sounds good to me. I'm easy. <laughs> uh, just feel free to throw in whenever you want to. Not That's a problem. A, here in the hideout, we all just like to hang. Mm-hmm. Two more, quote-unquote, interview questions, mm-hmm. and then we'll get along to the rest of the uh, show. But, all right, the Florida tag. Um, uh, on Fark.com, if you go there... They're um, 
<clears throat> what happens is it's a it's a link to the various news. What's the best way to describe FARC? I guess we'll ask you. Uh, we basically read every news article that comes in, basically planet side on every day, and then kind of whittle it down to the hundred good ones. Okay. <clears throat> basically. And um, then it has links uh, to the uh, to the to the actual story, and then little tags. As to what the story, like a category that it it's falls into. It's a descriptor, into. really. Right. Yeah. Um, PSA, news, follow-up, amusing, interesting, dumbass, scary, hero. These are just some of the ones I'm looking down now. And uh, our great state of Florida, along with Asinine, <laughs> has its own Florida tag. Um, it's a nice uh, with the orange as the O. It's like the license plate. Right. Why did that happen? What did we do? Uh, after the 2000 election, uh, oh, okay. you may remember there was some problem <laughs> with that. And I uh, had a lot of people begging for one, and so uh, I decided to go ahead and capitulate and just give it a shot. I didn't actually believe that there would be that many stories coming out of Florida. Now here's, here's Turns the, out there are. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing. When we were up at WJFK in uh, Washington, D.C., we would go on FARC all the time up there. Mm-hmm. And... All of the good radio fun type of uh, stories to talk about, all of the ones that kind of give you ideas for, you know, those wacky stunts that we do, all were coming out of Florida. Yeah. And Dubs and I, right before we got the gig here at Real Radio about a year ago now, we were looking, and on FARC, no less than one day, we were, like, we were doing a Sunday at that time, and there were about four stories straight out of central Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were just thinking, this is fantastic. This is going to be a place where we can go down there, and there's going to be no shortage of information. And I just think it's it's the heat. I honestly believe it's just something with I, the heat that makes it happen. I think it is. It's kind of a combination of things. One, uh, I was in Jamaica a couple months ago on something unrelated. And uh, my uh, opinion of the difference between Jamaica and Florida is, is that Florida is slightly more organized. <laughs> All right. But only slightly. I haven't been to Jamaica. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's very unorganized. Uh, the, the other thing is is that I think part of the deal is is that like uh, you've got a lot of people here. Right. And other than the entertainment and tourism stuff, nothing really else going on. Like in New York City, you've got mm-hmm. you know Wall Street and everything else. In D.C., you've got the government. In L.A., you've got the movie stars. And here you've got, what, Orange Groves and yeah. Disney stuff? I mean, and, I mean, it's a... It's very much an entertainment kind of thing, yeah. but other than the we, as we have found out now, becoming locals uh, to Florida, having moved down here, you tend to stay away from the tourist areas, the yeah. amusements, yes. uh-huh, and so right. it, it's a, one of those things of you're manufacturing your own fun. And sometimes it ends up on the news, and then from there <laughs> yeah, it ends exactly. up on Fark.com. It always involves alcohol, interestingly enough. Um, oh, please. A beer does taste so much better down here, I'll tell you that. Oh, man. Um, and the other cool thing that you have, too, is uh, Local 6, Local6.com. Local 6 is something that we end up, uh, we have a partnership with them. Every night at 1030, their news anchor will come into the show. And just give us a tease of what they got coming up at 11. Yeah. And I know that... Will this common household object kill you? Yes. Find out at 11. Oh, yeah. And we're they not do, telling you right now. They do that to us, too. Yeah. The, the problem solvers. <laughs> they have all that. Yeah. So, anyway, that's very cool. Uh, tell you what. Oh, get Chunks in here. He didn't leave, did he? I don't think so. Go grab Chunks and make him come in here so we can tell what he's going to do real fast before Speaking we... Speaking about weird things about Florida, I was out walking my dog today, and I saw my neighbor, and she goes... Hey, come here. Let me show you something. There's a dead alligator in the water. It was like a young alligator that was just dead. Did you get it? No. Did what would I get... 
touch it. Could you it. go back and get it so that Matt could look at that? <laughs> it's been go. there for a few days, apparently. <laughs> alligator flu. Yeah, as long, yeah exactly. That's, that's going to be the next big one. <laughs> that's the next one. Um, 407-916-1041, 888 That's a question. What would kill a young alligator? I mean, what? I mean, it wasn't like chopped up or anything. It was just dead. Well, How do they think, die? Well, now you think about it, it could be something like a flu. Yeah. Uh, My neighbor's like, well, maybe you just got stuck in the mud. And I go, I thought they like lived in the mud, and that's where they yeah. hunted. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me ask you this about an alligator, because I'll admit I'm ignorant. Uh, so do they breathe regular air, or do they yeah, breathe? Yeah, they, they usually hang out at the top of the... Uh, okay. They're yeah. like a frog. But I thought they took you underwater to kill you. Yeah. All right, well, but that's because they- it works. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't actually live down there. Because they know that we can't breathe underwater. Job, yeah. All right, we'll take a break, come back. Dubs, this is a fantastic little pre-show that we've done here in the mm-hmm. hour so far. I haven't even gotten started yet. Nice little stunt. Drew Curtis from Fark.com will actually come back and get it all going. It's a Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Just another Monday night in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Worldwide star Drew Curtis of Fark.com hanging out with us, Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Now, here in the radio business, those of us who have to find things to talk about, websites like Fark are great because it kind of gives you a little bit of everything. Kind of centralized. Do you feel any kind of rivalry with, like, Matt Drudge and uh, because of the Drudge Report? Not really, because he's kind of shooting for a different thing. He actually wants to be a news guy, and right. he's kind of got the politics angle covered. Mm-hmm. I like I hate politics, and I don't want to be a news guy. Right. I yeah. just want to screw around and have a good time. I hear you. Um, here's one of the things I did find, though, Dubs. I guess Israel is coming back at Iran saying... Iran can also be wiped off the map. Oh, good times. So yeah, exactly. It's, that'll that'll solve everything. Good job, guys. No, I'll kick your ass. No, I'll kick your ass. Well, then, my dad. I, Iran came out uh, last week and said that they will wipe uh, Israel off the map if they said US, it a few times. Yeah, right? and uh, now like they, we care. Go ahead. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you aren't threatening us, really. You're yeah. threatening our little brother. So, yeah. but that's one of the things. So now, I uh, Israel's back beating their chest. And I'm looking at the photo, too, of the uh, Iranian president. He's got a members-only jacket on. And I'm thinking, how do you respect a guy who's wearing a members-only jacket? And how are you running a country wearing members-only? Leaders should wear Izog at all times. Yeah, Izog, maybe throw on a little hill figure. Or do Hi- like the Pope and wear Prada, you know. Yeah, something really cool. Hyper colors. But a, mem- yeah. <laughs> a members-only jacket uh, isn't going to get you very far. Yeah. But maybe that's his way of being manly. Yeah. Because they've come out, Iran has taken a stance saying that they will have no girly sportsmen. I guess they're soccer players, as they call them footballers. Uh, a lot of them... Have long hair, mm-hmm. kind of the plucked eyebrows. A lot thing. of them have mullets. Um, well, I guess, that's their way of primping, yeah, I guess. I suppose. Oh, it's still 1982 to them. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, they're almost back in style. If they just wait five more years, they'll be set. Um, they just now got Joe Dirt, and, <laughs> yeah. and so you know they're trying to run with that. But they say it's disgraceful for Iran that young people step on the fields wearing makeup. Um, they're banning athletes with an effeminate look. You think they had it right, Dubs? Well, that's that's one thing that I've never been a big fan of. When when your uh, sports stars go out there and are kind of not manly, you know, when you're watching a sport, you want to see men out there against men, not, you know, 
metrosexual men out there, you know, saying, hey, I look better than you instead of playing better. I get the endorsements because I look better instead of I play better. Drew, you're a big uh, sports fan? Yeah, and in fact, I play soccer about five times a week. Okay, now, what is the most fem sport to you, then? Because we were going to say soccer, but knowing you're a fan, we're not going to. No, no, no. Actually, uh, I, I have a real problem with it because of uh, the emphasis on throwing yourself on the ground to try to get fouls. Mm-hmm. That's the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in my life. Flopping oh, it's is horrible. what they call it in basketball. Yeah. A nice mm-hmm. flop. It's ridiculous. It's almost like part of the sport at the professional level. It's embarrassing. Dubs, what do you think, like, the guys, the sport where the dudes are the most femme? Tennis? Would that be uh, more Would be NASCAR, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Only Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Um, right. he, he's, a, he's a big one, though, so right. he's got to cover for a lot of people. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess tennis, but again, it's one of those things, well, is it, is it not a sport? Mm-hmm. Oh, tennis is definitely a sport. Right, what, about, what about golf? All right, let's take the big four. Big four? Well, uh, big three, because I think NASCAR would be more in the big four as opposed to hockey. Yeah. Let's take the big three. Basketball, football, baseball. Which of those players are the most effeminate? Uh, Metrosexual-ish. Baseball. <laughs> yeah. I would have to uh-huh. agree. Even though that's the sport that I play, I've seen baseball yeah. players, before they go out into the field, not put on suntan lotion, because that would make some sense, but just actual lotion, deodorant, um, putting on, I guess, cologne, uh-huh. before they go out and before they play the game. Some of the players look like they've uh, had their hair styled and everything right before they go out there. It's in perfect shape. They, they, they use uh, product in their hair. Yeah. Yankees. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's the oh, New York yeah. Yankees yeah, more than any right. other it's team. Definitely A-Rod. If you, yeah, if you if you can't go out there, play a sport, and your hair be messed up afterwards, there's something yeah. going on there. Well, in baseball, unless you like, you know, get, you run ten feet once in a while, and that's about it. You know, you don't have a lot going on there. Drew Curtis from Fark.com hanging out here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, and the other thing too, especially now I think about it, Jeter, A-Rod. They have great, Damon. They have great skin, and baseball yeah. players who are in the dirt outside all day. They shouldn't have great skin. Mm-mm. So I think that's part of the reasons where they're probably more femme. Now, when did the male femme thing come about? 80s? What, the uh, metrosexual thing? Yeah. Wasn't that like mid-90s? Well, metrosexual thing, but I think he's going maybe back to like David Bowie or something. Yeah. Like yeah. My first thought is David Bowie, too. Like the glam rock stuff, late 70s-ish. I, I'm thinking a like where it kind of it was more than Bowie. Right around the time that I think where American Psycho would be set. Yeah, yeah. You know, in that mid... 82? Yeah, in that mid... Is that when it was set, 82? I think 82 or 83. Kind of with the yuppies, where it was very much about how your hair looked if you were a dude, mm-hmm. how your clothes looked. Your tan. How, yeah. yeah, tan, how tight your skin was. All the stuff that chicks usually uh, only worried out, oh, about before us. All right, let's do a quick thing. Mow or no? All right. There's a lot nice thing we like to do. Yeah, Drew Curtis uh, from Fart.com. Mo is short for homosexual. All That's right. our little term. So Mo or no? Mm-hmm. All right. Are you a real guy if you use lotion? I think you can use lotion and not be Mo. Yeah, I think lotion's a fine thing, especially for like a man like Matt who gets ashy. Black man. <laughs> yeah, black man. That's what you meant. So black men can get away with lotion. How about your average like white dude? Yeah, you can get away with lotion. Not everyday lotion, not like a regimented lotion, but right, I think if, if you need it, you, you get use out of, it. You get out of the shower, you put on deodorant, you put on lotion every All right, single that is, time. That's gay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's just, it depends on how it's spread. Yes, right. I think it depends on the kind of lotion. If it's Jergens, it's all right. Yeah. If it's like maple. If you're or, going to you know, Bath and Body Works. Cocoa yeah. butter? Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's like flavored or whatever it is. Right. All right, here we go. Another round. Um, is it girly? Or are you a real guy 
if you always tuck in your shirt? I don't know. I think you're just kind of kind of dumb. These yeah, days. you're neat. I mean, it, yeah. it depends on the job you have and everything, but no, nah, I don't think I smell. I How about know. if you shave every day? Shave what? Are you a real guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll get to that. All right, that'll be next. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like some people look shave their arms and stuff. Do you mean your face? Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah you can shave every day. Mm-hmm. Some people need to. Yeah, folks my dad's age were brought up doing that. He won't miss a single day without shaving. Okay, so that, well, then maybe you are a real guy if you do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you a real guy if you're worried about your grooming downstairs? I'm going to say no because I used the uh, Nair uh, bikini uh, line stuff last night. And <laughs> the bad thing about using lotion down there is that the lotion or the, the, uh, the cream, you have no real area to put it. Uh, you, you put it on the area, but it spreads further. So now I'm sporting the Hitler mustache down there. <laughs> there you go. It's right, the man's landing Let me trip. see it. I don't believe you. You won't see any of the junk. You'll just see the top. I don't want to see this. Oh, my God. That's so gay. Dude. Mo. <laughs> that's so gay. You do. You're a, you're, a, you're a penthouse pet. Yeah, I got the kind of a really short landing strip. And, like, groomed and everything. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll tell you this. You're not a real guy if you're doing it in styles. Like, if you're, you know, <laughs> yeah. if I didn't mean to do it in the style. Them. If it's you just... decide this this week you want the triangle as opposed to the Hitler mustache or the landing strip uh, or, or the, the landing uh, strip or anything the else. fire alarm. Mm-hmm. Fire alarm? Man, what do What's you What's the fire alarm? <laughs> I'm just making this up. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, I know those fork parties are fun, but my goodness. Yeah. Hey, um, Dubs, next time, why don't you shave fark into it? I can. I usually get a lot down there. They, they took no. me a while last night. I clogged the drain. I had to pour Drano down and everything to get all my hair out. <laughs> I actually did that over the weekend, too. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. All right, are you a real guy if you color your hair? You might be a real old guy. Uh, maybe but Matt. Before you need to. Yeah. Oh, if you're just doing it to change the color of it. Because yeah. you see guys yeah. in their teens and their twenties, especially with the whole Eminem thing. But even oh, regardless, yeah. let's I th- say if you frost it, or you have those blonde <laughs> highlights. I agree. Highlights yeah. and frosting. Yeah. You're not a real guy then. Yeah. Fair enough. A real gay guy. Yeah. Let me think here. I think it's pretty much universal. You're not a real guy if you like get a pedicure or a manicure yeah, or anything no, like that. No. no. Uh, all right, like Dub says, what if you use "quote unquote" hair product? If you call it product, yes. If you just use like, uh, if you call it stuff, yeah. <laughs> Put I some stuff in my hair, right? <laughs> but when you call it product, it makes it a little gay. Yeah. How about that makes it sound like something else that you like a guy finishing, right? Oh. I'm gonna put some product in my hair. How about if you look in the mirror too much? Is a real guy ever concerned with looking them in the mirror? Hmm. I know I'm not, but I don't know if that counts. See, I think you're a real guy, Drew. <laughs> I am too. I'm not concerned about looking yeah. in the mirror either. I'm all about lowering expectations. Is the thing when you're got you're out with a chick, you want to lower expectations. I had a I had a uh, thought that I had come up with back when I had hair. I used to have a big kind of fro, mm-hmm. and I wrinkled clothes. You know, it was on the radio, but I had a look. It was innocently disheveled. And so, like, I'm disheveled, but it's kind of like it's an innocent thing where, you know, I'm not doing it quite on purpose, Mm -hmm. and it looks good. And I think if guys can get back toward that, you're more of a real dude. Well, some people can get away with it, some people can't. How about folding your underwear? Is that a dude thing to do? What do you mean, folding it? 
Like you get your underwear. Why would you, you do that? You set it down and you fold it. <laughs> Some people do. Huh, right. I fold it in half when I put it away, but I don't like you know kind of make sure all the edges are tight. I think one fold makes you gay. I think if you take if you don't get it out of the dryer and crinkle it, like literally what I do is I get mine, I get it in a wad, and Ew. I throw it in a drawer, <laughs> and that's all it I is. I just leave it in the in the dryer thing, <laughs> the clothes container, just to you know carry it around. I know I got about seven uh, baskets yeah. for dirty laundry, uh, yeah. and I can't tell which one's dirty and which one's clean. You yeah. just go around sniffing it. Kind of eyeball go, hmm, good enough. It's on a, top of the pile. It's a hideout. Real radio, one hundred four point one. Monday night in the hideout. Real radio, one hundred four point one. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I give out the number because on the uh, FARC board, the threat about uh, Drew on the radio here. Yeah, Drew Curtis from FARC.com hanging out in the hideout. They've been asking uh, maybe one of them should call in berate us because we are morons. Vapid morons. Vapid morons <laughs> yeah we're taking a beating on that message board along with every other matt uh, and i were wondering if it was actually uh, drew writing it while he was no, in the studio it isn't actually, i no. see him typing away <laughs> um i am running the fart queue though i'm reading the articles as we're doing this it is very interesting though whenever like i talk about that going on different radio shows and what that's like because we here you know doing our show we really try to do our best to not kind of be like every other show. It's very much a laid-back vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, we're doing a night show, so it's not a wacky morning zoo where everyone's fighting for mic time. When we when we talk about what the hideout is, it's kind of like Eric's basement in that 70s show mm-hmm. or, yeah. you know, the, uh, the alley in King of the Hill where everybody just kind of hangs out to shoot the breeze about <laughs> the stuff that's been going on, maybe that you saw on FARC.com. Yeah, Drew, or should I say Dark Rowan? <laughs> That's not me. Okay. Some of these ex-girlfriends posted in this thread, by the way. I don't yeah, know did you see that, that, Tommy? Moving on. <laughs> yeah, Tommy's... Uh... All right, <laughs> Come on. Tommy's uh, ex-chick. Who's in Australia. I mm-hmm. thought it was your wife. I thought you got married to her. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so Tommy's ex-chick uh, is, uh, I guess, listening on RealRadio.fm as well. From Australia. And... um. Yeah, so she's like, I used to date Bateman. It, didn't she say that on there? Cause yeah, that's yeah, what, that's, yeah, what, she, that's what she posted on the... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Is that, get, <laughs> is that getting her brownie points with the other Farkers? No, it's making her get attacked, too, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Open season. You slept with one of these morons? <laughs> she kind of rewrote history there, by the way. Uh, what, is, what does it say? saying she left me to travel the world, which is not true. Oh, yeah, you left her for a great job in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, I messed that one up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would rewrite history, too, if I were you. Uh, 407-916-1041, But it's always funny, too, when you listen to a new show for the first time, because mm-hmm. we're even new here in Central Florida. I mean, still, even after a year. And, you know, you go by... I don't know, a half hour or something of a show. You you know, you're not quite getting everything. Yeah, you don't really know where the the references come from or anything like that. And a lot of people have knee-jerk reactions to uh, new radio shows and that kind of stuff. Might I suggest our podcasting on mm-hmm. iTunes? Oh, I'm sure these guys are going to jump all over that. For <laughs> yeah, those of you right <laughs> who, are believe, who believe that we're morons, and you can actually see how good the show is normally. I, I had a funny experience. At, uh, I did a Seattle radio show, which I think is still on the air. It was on a, a, a station that was trying to brand themselves as the men's radio station, which I don't think was really a good idea. But what, Was it called the men's room? Uh, no, it was, well... Yeah, that's Miles and it. Thrill, isn't Miles it? Miles and Thrill? Yeah, it? Seattle. Yeah. yeah. Two. 
Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's it. Yeah. All right, yeah, there you go. You know what I'm talking about, right? We actually know. They were up Okay, in, uh, well, then you'll really appreciate this, because we were sitting there, we were talking about it. Of course, same thing's going on. I'm on the show. We got the thread up on FARC. It's mm-hmm. being just flamed into the ground. Yeah. And it turned out that they had uh, actually recently done something, and then they were in the process of doing it, whereby... They had had so many people tell them that they were sucking <laughs> from their audience that they decided to hold a contest, which they called Radio Stink Bag, whereby you would send in a demo tape, and if it was good enough, they'd put you on at, like, Sunday 2 in the morning or something like that. Oh, kind of like the next uh, American Idol or Radio Idol something or like something that, like except, that. Except extremely crappy. They said that, and they honestly said, they said, we thought we were bad until we started getting these submissions, and they're like, oh, my God, and they played some for me. It was awful. That, that's the greatest part about it, because you get these people who uh, do their, uh, like, think they can do it better than they do their Internet radio show or whatever, and it... It really isn't as easy as it looks. No, in fact, I mean, like, you guys are doing, like, four straight hours without commercials. I can do, like, about three, and I'm exhausted, and you guys are coming back tomorrow. Yeah, we're doing here, we're uh, on, what is it, five nights a week, four mm-hmm. hours at a time. Yeah, it takes a lot out of you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to Matt Albert. Is this right? Is this the right name on here? Yeah, it's right now. Okay, uh, Fag. Fag in Orlando. <laughs> You're in the hideout of Rural Radio. What's going on, Fag? Wow, you got us with a nice Howard Stern. Are we afraid to say Howard Stern? Oh, no. Uh, Considering he anchored this station for a while and he was on at WJFK where we were before. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not too concerned about the Howard Stern references. (laughs) Since we're at war with him or something. Yeah, right. Since we directly compete with him. Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. Same time slot, same same market. uh, No. All right, so all right, so it's always interesting though the criticism uh, that you'll get or that you'll hear or whatever. What about uh, do you get any as far as Fark is concerned, or you even care about any of that stuff? Apparently, they don't like his laugh. Who drews? Yeah, his deep belly yeah, no, laugh. Nobody in college liked it either. So uh, I guess that's our fault for mm-hmm. making him laugh. Yeah, uh, stop that. That's our, good. our apologies. Um, do you catch a lot of flack? Do some people not like the way the uh, site's set up? Do you just hit the delete? Uh, not really, no. I mean, uh, I rarely have any trouble with it. I mean, only once in a blue moon do you get these, and usually they're just classics that you can save because it's just some rambling loon, you know, whack job that's going on about something or other. So, all right, let's no, check it's in. Not a problem at all. Let's check check in with uh, Chunks. Chunks. What up, guys? Where are you, dude? I'm running around. The flamers running around. I'm on the uh, corner of OBT and Church Street. Right next to the church's uh, chicken mm-hmm. in front of the Rethink Homosexuality. It's a billboard. Mm-hmm. It's a good size sign. You can see it. From, um, well, I'll read what the billboard actually says. Right, it says Rethink Homosexuality. And underneath it, there's a little logo, I think, Exodus. Mm-hmm. The website's www.exodus.to, whatever that is. And it says Proclaiming Freedom from Homosexuality Since 1976. And then it says, change is possible. All right, Exodus dot what? T-O. T-O. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never actually heard of that. T-O is like in Terrell Owens. Right, I understand what T-O is, stupid. <laughs> I've actually, it's, I'm not that dumb. Oh, dude, and guess what? You can get three pieces of dark chicken for two forty nine here. <laughs> All right, why don't you bring a little of that back? Actually, more Does it th- say that on the billboard also? <laughs> <laughs> more than anything else, I'd like some fried okra and some of those nice buttermilk biscuits, if you could, from the church's chicken. Uh, what time is it close, do you think? Nine. Nine. All right, so Exodus T-O... Now, Dubs, the idea was that we have uh, brush fires here in Central Florida. Mm-hmm. So, so because of that, we're looking to put out our own flame chunks. 
If uh, I guess, what do you have with you, Chunks, to give away? Oh, I got the uh, WWE 2005 uh, pay-per-view rewind prize pack. It's 15 discs. It's all of the WWE uh, shows that won pay-per-view last year. Uh, hold on, look at this place, Exodus International. Oh, dude, there's more in the back. The largest Christian referral and information ministry dealing with homosexual issues in our world today. And check out the pictures of the recovered homosexuals. They still look completely gay. Oh, yeah, I like <laughs> I like this one uh, in the front with his nice white button-up shirt and his yeah. his uh, cleanly combed hair. All right, look at the babies. So what, the yeah. babies were born gay and yes. they've also been conform uh, transformed? There's more in the back, too. All right, it says, uh, we question homosexuality, and then it says, truth brought freedom. And I think it's all those people just standing there smiling. Uh, yeah, it's the same people who are smiling. Yeah. What is T.O.? What is dot T.O.? It's uh, Tonga. Oh, wow. Republic of Tonga. So they had to go all the way to the Republic of Tonga to get their website? No, they, they, Tonga's got nothing but uh, tourism going on, and so they hit upon this idea back in the late 90s to sell all their domain names as a kind of an alternative to dot .com. Ah. It's a money-making scam, but good for them. Good for those Islanders. Yeah, right. They're making a little money now. Uh, all right, so Chunks, I guess the thing is for people to go by and throw water on you. The first person to go by and throw some water on you, put out the flame, ends up winning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they win because I'm a flamer. Because of all the... Uh... Flame and gay flame bag or whatever you guys call me. Now, we, <laughs> now we have a lot of, uh, you know, evidence to, the, uh, to actually support that claim. Dude, here's a dilemma, though, man. If the church just closes and, like... Three minutes, right? What time is it? No, you have a half hour. Oh, all right, cool. So yeah, somebody got to get here in half hour so that everyone else can eat. All right, so hurry up. Go pour chunks, uh, pour water on chunks. I need to get involved with a kid. All right, that's a little bit different. That's actually not exactly the same thing. Yeah, I'm gay. Hey, there maybe we should have these Exodus people on the show. Why not? That's I hate vagina. All right, Chunks, quiet down <laughs> over there. I got big boobs. Uh, all right, so go pour water on chunks. Go put out the flame. Oh, get the hell out of here. They're here in Florida. Shocking. Shocker. <laughs> I can't believe it. Right. No way. That's a 407 phone number. All right, hold <laughs> on. Let's, Beautiful. Let's see if someone's over. Uh, yeah, Maybe there's like, an I'm Not Gay hotline. See if you I, can find that. I thought that was like a national thing, though, this whole exodus. Um, well, it probably is, but you got to be headlined somewhere. I mean, I'm, yeah. Yeah, great. That's what we're, that's what we're pushing <laughs> But guess where? Right. <laughs> guess where they are? Right here in our own backyard. Shocking, yeah. I'm Scientology send... is headquartered here. I'm going to send this to you, boys. Oh, yeah. Oops. Uh, <laughs> I mean, wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see if you can get a hold of the Exodus people. And Chunks is over at the churches right underneath the Rethink Homosexuality, right in the prime area of our demographic. Yes. Hubs. Uh, and uh, go pour water on Chunks. All right, Chunks, we'll talk to you. All right, later. Beat it. I'd like for somebody to come on the show. I've always wondered how you save a gay person. Yeah, how you change that. Uh... Yeah, they still look pretty gay to me on the mm -hmm. pictures. Though. I know. That's not helping. Whatever they did. I don't think it was 100% whatever they did. It's certainly not the clothing that they chose to put them all in. I like the turtlenecks. <laughs> Uh, I guess the turtlenecks are one way. Now, go. is it just torso up pictures or is it uh, Look at that. It looks full like body it's, pictures? It looks like it's Freddie Mercury right here. What is this? Uh, go to exodus.to. Oh, Dubs can't smell, uh, spell Exodus. No, I can't. As you look, at, there's a lot of old people in this crowd. Hey, Exodus, that's kind of a pun. Ah, uh, I see what they're doing. Now I understand. All right, here's for the people who have left homosexuality. Like, it's just a movie theater. All right, a man reclaimed. This guy's searching for love and acceptance. I think he was doing that anyway. 
before they got involved. True love changes you. Let's take a break and come back. People who have left homosexuality. I had no idea these people were actually in town. Oh, dude, they got a bunch of them. A dream can come true. A song of hope. I guess these it sounds are, like a musical. Right. <laughs> right, I think right. I saw this one. A nice Broadway show. You aren't doing anything really to uh, stop homosexuality. <laughs> yeah. Finding a father. Uh, free at last. I will right, we'll take a break. Come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Monday night, Drew Curtis from Fark.com here. I was telling Drew also, too, during the commercial break. And I maybe this may be wrong, mm-hmm. but because he said some people are starting to come around on the on the board on Fark.com about the show, and this is something that Dubs and I go through. Uh, the other show that we know very well, I'm actually wearing their shirt today, uh, Ron and Fez, where it's I hated you guys at first. I can't tell you how many times Dubs or I'm sorry Tommy. Who uh, works for us? What, did you first hear us on Saturday night? You hated us? No, no, no. Ron and Fez. Right. The f- I, that was the whole reason I ended up actually wanting to get in the radio was because of the Ron and Fez show. But the first three times I heard it, I was like, what is this? Our this friend, is just awful. There are buddies on XM202. We worked with them up at WJFK in Washington, oh, cool. D.C. And uh, and I get it's every time. Mm-hmm. I get constant emails and MySpace messages. I hated you asses. In fact, it ties into... Um, I want to thank Ben over at the... Speaking com- of hating asses. Right, all right. <laughs> ben over at the Comprehensive Sleep Disorder Center. Hold on, I actually got it here. I got tested for sleep apnea. Comprehensive Sleep Disorder Center. Did you pass? Ben. All right, here's the thing. Yes. Hooray! And I, no, I'm living. I'm so mad about it. Yeah. Oh, you, didn't, you don't have it? Hold on, I'll tell the story in a all second. Right. But it was one of those things with Ben, because the night show who was on before us, he goes... Uh, it took me a while because you guys are so different from what was on before, which was basically cookie cutter. Yeah. Here's the story. Let's put a uh, fake radio voice on and yeah. open the phones up. Yeah. As you can tell, we don't have radio voice. No, we're uh, Drew the worst probably in the business. Ha- Drew probably has a better one than we do. So um, anyway. I don't like his laugh though. That really <laughs> just makes me want to turn the channel. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but yeah, he's one of those things where you know I didn't get it at first, but you know I've been listening and now I get it, mm-hmm. and, you know, and I love you guys regardless. And I was telling Drew where if people get and understand and like the show immediately, it would worry me because mm-hmm. it's all, it, then it's too basic. Then it's what are we American Idol where it's karaoke and or it's friends e- and, and it's easy to follow along. I yeah. love Friends. I have every uh, DVD. I'm really into ER. It still right sucks now. though. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> what about ER? I, I, I never watched it. I have no idea. I cried over the weekend because... George Clooney's kind of cool, but that's all I know about it. Because your twin, Dr. Green, uh, <laughs> died. That's a, what, What's his name? Uh, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, Anthony oh, Edwards. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. He, wow, that's actually now I just thought about that. Can you put some glasses on? <laughs> there you go. Uh, but he died in the D- DVR episodes that I watched over the weekend, and I actually cried. Matt, could you tell... Matt lives with me. Matt Albert, our phone screener. Could you tell I was crying? Yeah, I, that's why I didn't look back. All right, so here's the thing. You don't want to see that. I'm lying on the couch in my place, and I'm watching the episode where he goes to Hawaii and dies. Sorry to ruin it for you. It's from like three years ago, I think. So Was Magnum P.I. there? I'm watching, and I hope I was hoping he'd come in and save the day. But I'm, Matt is there, like right next to the TV, and I'm lying back on the couch, like lying down, cuddling with a pillow, watching ER. 
you know, just a nice manly Saturday afternoon. Cuddling with a pillow. Right. So <laughs> I'm laying there, and it's to the point where he kind of walks through the ER, and it's just him alone. Then he sees his family. You know, it's the... It's that. And I start, I feel my, you know, where, like, in that your mom throat? Or in your throat, it kind of stings a little bit. And then the chin starts quivering. And then I'm thinking to myself, God damn it. If Matt wasn't here, I'd be getting a good crying. <laughs> but because this 6'5", 500-pound bastard sitting right next to the television with his sleeveless shirt, and his hairy stretch mark triceps all over the place. <laughs> the funny thing is, I can't get into it. The crying's going on in your head, and uh, Matt's looking over, and all he hears is. <laughs> Did you notice when I walked upstairs, I didn't make eye contact with you because I just looked down at the ground and, uh, and just well, walked well, briskly. Here's the thing: before the ep- right as the episode was ending, I then sit up on my couch and immediately kind of get up. And almost do a little flex thing, like I'm like I kind of get up and I. <laughs> Who and, wants to fight? Yeah. <laughs> uh, bring it, bitch. And then I, yeah. you know, walk into the uh, into the kitchen to get something real manly. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Turkey like grapefruit juice. Mm. So, yeah, it was one of those things where it was really odd and uncomfortable. But I went, I got my sleep app test at this uh, place that I mentioned a second ago. And I go in there on Saturday night about 8 o'clock, and they get you all set up. First of all, it's a very cool setup. It's essentially like a hotel mm-hmm. where they've got bed and dressers and cables and a recliner for you to relax. I'm watching the Suns and uh, Lakers, Game 7. So I'm like, well, this is a very comfortable thing. So they got me hooked up, and I refused to have a picture. They would have taken a picture for it, but I didn't like the way I looked. I thought I looked a little fat. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> oh, Seriously. Oh, the sleep guys. Whatever. You're, you are, You'll never see him again. You're such a femme. You're crying at ER and wondering if you look fat <laughs> in a picture. Shut up, dude. I like truck guns and girls. All right, so here we go. So I'm I'm there, and they, have, they put these straps around you, like around your chest and your mm-hmm. belly. And the reason I didn't want photos is because there was overlap. Like it almost looked like I had man boobs. So that was part of the reason why I refused to take the picture. So I go through the whole thing at night where I sleep, and they take the test, and they see how you're doing and everything. Well, they said after the first two hours, if it looks bad, they'll come in and they'll put the mask on you, and, you know, they'll try to go from there. I'm convinced that I have sleep apnea because I get awful sleep. When I wake up in the morning, I feel drained. Stabby? No. Right. Uh, <laughs> A little stabby I, this morning. I, uh, I feel I'm drinking constantly Red Bulls and Monster Energy I drink drinks. constantly. Oh, wait. No. That's different. <laughs> That's for you, else. it's a yingling. For me, it's a nice sugar-free monster. Yeah. So regardless, they never woke me up to put on the mask, and at the end of the night, we're like, all right, they'll like, we'll talk to you later. Mm-hmm. Normally, it takes about 15 days, but since Ben, who runs the place, is a fan of the show, he put a rush order in, and he called me this afternoon. Apparently, I sleep perfectly. I didn't snore once. I didn't stop breathing once. How did you feel when you woke up? Awful. Tired. Stabby. Yeah. Tired. <laughs> so tired that when I when I, they let me out at 6, mm-hmm. I go home. I'm like, I'm going to get a quick workout, and I drink a Red Bull. All right? So then I'm sitting there. I'm about to go to sleep, or I'm about to go work out. I sit down on the couch, watching one of the episodes on my DVR of ER, and I fall asleep like only about an hour after I had woken up. So I was that tired. 
I'm so let down and upset by the fact that I don't have sleep apnea. Because now I'm thinking to myself, what the hell's wrong with me? Why am I always tired? It's the same disappointment. I always thought I was fat because I had a thyroid condition. Oh, you don't have that either? I, uh, oh, I was going to get the test. I was so sucks. excited, you know, about getting a thyroid mm-hmm. test. I'm like, yes, they're going to give me some pills. Yeah, because you can fix that. That's I, easy. I can yeah. lose weight. They come back. Right. Perfect thyroid. Yeah. So I got a perfect thyroid and I sleep well. Am I just lazy? Yes. <laughs> and or eat too much usually. Yeah, I'm lazy and I'm fat and that's all it is. Well, you aren't really lazy, but you do tend to eat more than anybody else I know. Yeah, I do eat a lot. I uh, love that'll food. That'll do it, as it turns out. I, like, you know how you're supposed to have a bunch of small meals during the day? He has about five or six big meals during the day. <laughs> it and does. It, really it turns into never works. Out. No. I've tried to even break it up a little bit, too. But i got a perfect score, essentially, sleeping. And it kills me. I don't know what to do next. And it's one of those things where I'm 28. And I have to lose the weight now, Drew. Mm-hmm. If, I don't lose, if I don't lose the weight now, it's going to be impossible. Yeah, you know, but I lost a ton of weight around that age, too, though. How, mu- well, how old are you now? Uh, I'm 33 now. How much How much did you weigh? Uh, I, I got up to about 230. I see. That's I'd be happy if I was at 230. Yeah, now. so see, I'm like hanging around 185 right now. So How'd you do it? Played soccer five times a week. <laughs> see, that's it. I was, that's it. Don't need to change your diet. You can keep on drinking. Just play soccer five I, times a week. I was playing a lot of basketball, but I tore That'll my ca- I tore my uh, calf muscle about six weeks ago. Right. Oh, geez, that, that sucks. And I put on about fifteen pounds in yep. six weeks. Yes. <laughs> God damn it, dude! I'll tell you, bro. Stop eating, man. No, it's so good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's the problem. Isn't it? I mean, think about how great food is. It's nice. What do you like more, food or alcohol? Uh, alcohol. If you have to take one away, leave me the alcohol. Really? Yeah. You get all your nutrients from it? No. Nice B12. <laughs> nice. I don't know. I don't know you know they are stuff. they are making they a get carbs. They are making kind of a healthy beer. I saw that. Uh, yeah, with vitamins. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, that can't possibly taste good. No. Does any beer really taste good? It kind of does. You get used to it after a while. Mm-hmm. It becomes uh, acquired. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man, but I'm so pissed off now because I'm looking for an excuse. I need anything. Maybe it's the bad sleep. You know, maybe it's the sleep apnea. Maybe it's my thyroid. Turns out I'm just a fat, lazy bastard. <laughs> the truth sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, here's the good news, though. So is just about everybody else you mm-hmm. know. That's the thing. And I'm thinking, where the hell's my doctor to tell me this? Because he goes over, he looks at my chart, we talk. He's the one who recommends the sleep app test. I'm like, all right, yeah. yeah well, because you were makes sense. You know the uh, the symptoms for it, and you just told him all the symptoms you had. And why didn't he just say, "Dude, you're a fat, lazy bastard. <laughs> Get up, move a little, stop eating so much." That's what I'm here for. But see, Dubs is on the other end, though, Drew. What? This fool, he eats one meal a day, mm-hmm. yeah. lives off the energy drinks. And cigarettes. Smokes. Ah, oh, cigarettes. There, mm-hmm. see, that's the diet tool right yeah. there. Really? Yeah, you want to be real thin? Smoke. Yeah, you got to choose between cigarettes or AIDS mm-hmm. if you really want to be thin. Yes. Heroin works, too, as mm-hmm. I understand it. Too. Yeah. Now, you know what I was that's on? That's too risky. You yeah. know the bandwagon I was about ready to hop on? What? Crystal meth. Yeah, yeah, that too. About six yeah. months ago. Oxycontin. They, yeah, six months ago, they did a great Dateline, Time Magazine sort of study and they laid out what's supposed to be wrong with crystal meth, all looks great. You got energy, you're up doing stuff, you're losing you lose weight. weight. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, it messes your teeth a little bit. So, get, not, get new teeth. Yeah, you, I don't have good teeth to begin with. Crystal meth seems the way to go. 
I'm telling you, dude, I was watching this thing on Dateline. I'm, wa- I'm thinking, this is a fantastic diet. This crystal <laughs> yeah, meth. They're accidentally selling it. I love it when they do that. Yeah. <laughs> and you see, and then the people at the end, they're like, yeah, I was getting everything done. I was working three jobs. I was, <laughs> I was making more money than I ever in my life. Sex was great. Everything was awesome. Yeah, I blew up my house. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, there are drawbacks to everything. Yes, that's right. Whatever. Speaking of crystal meth stuff and blowing things up, I was reading an article talking about um, it was in Chicago. I think it was the Chicago Sun-Times because I don't think the Tribune would have touched this, but mm-hmm. they were talking about the number of car fires they have in Chicago is like apparently out of control, and they think it's because they're mobile meth labs. <laughs> Driving around town, they're just going down there saying, poof, uh-oh. I thought they just finally caught on to the whole Devil's Night thing from Detroit. Yeah. They just decide that's what we're going to roll with. There you go. See, they need a good sports team, though, is the problem. They're lacking that. Why do you need a mobile meth lab? Why can't you just do it in your basement? Now, let's see I why know. put it in the trunk of your car. It's extra cool, I think, right. you know. <laughs> it's like, it's, Dude, I'll bring the meth lab over later. Hang I, on. I guess that's probably the next thing they're going to put in Pimp My Ride. You know, they were putting yeah. turntables back there. Now, they're just going <laughs> to... You got a new meth lab. Added value whenever you try to resell it, and it ups the Kelly Blue Book. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Friday night with, actually, Monday night with the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Seems like a Friday. Saying that we did a, uh, the guys in the thread say that there was apparently during the break a stop alcohol abuse uh, PSA. Right. <laughs> See, uh, <laughs> classic. Only uh, on the uh, on the internet feed it plays only PSAs during the commercial break. Oh, yeah, break. there you go. Great. So, like, uh, while, awesome. while we're hearing all these different commercials, they're hearing a bunch of PSAs for alcoholism yeah, and yeah. spousal abuse. Bears. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, there's a bear one. I don't understand it. <laughs> Watch out for those bears. Don't feed black bears. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, I saw Great. Grizzly Man over the weekend, the documentary Grizzly Man. No idea what you're talking about. It's, oh, it's wonderful. I loved yeah. it. it. This guy, this guy. So that's the guy that got that loved the bears and got killed by one. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. a Fark article. Yeah. I so I'm, I saw this. Dubs is like, you got to watch it. It's the funniest thing ever. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. This guy's so effeminate out there living with bears. Yeah, I actually knew somebody, uh, and I can't remember who it was now. I think it's one of the Fark moderators that knew him. Really? It said it was a real tragedy when he got killed, but he was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, <laughs> he was absolutely nuts. That's Drew Curtis from Fark.com hanging out in the hideout. I'm watching this thing, and I've heard the hype about how great it is. Dubs uh, insists that it's very, very good. And I'm just thinking, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. That's why it's great, because you wonder how someone can be this stupid. I guess it was all an act, too. How do you mean? Well, he was like... The part where he got killed by the bear? Well, he was an actor. They say he was second up for Cheers. Yeah, for the the Woody role. Yeah, behind Woody Harrelson. And he wanted to be somebody, so he created this persona of being a bear-loving guy. Or did he really love the bears? He really loved the bears. Who gives a damn? <laughs> That's the whole thing. He was so stupid to actually uh, fall in love with these bears and do all this stuff that he got killed by him. You don't think this is one of these guys who thought, hey, I'm really going to be a nobody in my life. Mm-hmm. I want to come up with an angle and... I can be remembered if I do this. And I think he was probably watching that Steve Irwin guy on TV going, man, it I could do that with bears. Right. It was that. It was that yeah. gimmick. And it was so great because someone took his footage and made a documentary about him dying and everything. And uh, he had all this footage that he knew he never wanted to put in the movie. Yeah. You know, him just telling off people to the camera and flipping the camera off and just going nuts. 
And they just totally used it against <laughs> him. Put and, all in yeah, there. just to show how crazy he was. And also, right. he had this thing of, I'm all alone. It's just me and my camera. And the bears. And you see him with his chick, who also got eaten. Well, his he, pilot. It was, it was uh, four or five years of him going out there, so he only brought his girlfriend to a couple of them. And the pilot would drop him off and then come back. It was the stupidest damn thing I've ever seen, Drew. <laughs> Stay away from it. Genius. Hilarious, though. Why did you think it was so fun? And then why would they not? Because apparently when he yeah, got Yeah, that did piss me off. When he allegedly got eaten. Which he did the, get eaten. I'm saying yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Tupac uh, biggie thing yeah. where we really don't know. I'm saying, though, why don't they let you hear the footage of him getting eaten? Because they started rolling camera when he got eaten, mm-hmm. but they didn't take the cap off. Uh, Convenience. Yeah. So, like, the audio was or available. so they want you to believe. The audio is available, but not the uh, video. I'm yeah. waiting for a loose change 911.com version of Grizzly Man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Where they just expose all of It was of the, the government. <laughs> there were shape charges in the bears. Uh, but... And it just seems so staged with the stupid part about the Swatch Watch, giving it to the old fat girlfriend, who herself looked like a polar bear. That's why he liked her. There was not one straight thing about that guy, even his girlfriends. <laughs> I, we're going to have to re-rent it, because it may even be late, Dub. Sorry. Um, and then Oh, pol- you still have it? No, I took it back yesterday. Okay. Yeah, we got a letter in the mail for it today. <laughs> <laughs> but there are a couple of drops, and he was mm-hmm. really, really effeminate. And I, I I, honestly believe if he could have had sex with one of those bears, he would have. Oh, I'm sure. He wanted to be a bear. That's what he kept, they kept on saying. He'd growl at people sometimes. I hate that guy. I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm thinking an hour and a half of my life is watching this guy and people talking about him dying and what a tragedy it is. Some people said it was funny. It was yeah. a good thing. Yeah. A lot of people said he was too crazy. But anyway, so I guess they have the audio of him getting eaten. And they don't play it for you. I bet they got the video, too. They play it. Surprise me. They play the audio for the polar bear, polar bear ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And she starts crying, and I guess the filmmaker starts crying. Yeah, he was... Well, actually, she didn't listen to it. He, She played it for him, and she had never listened to it before. Yeah. And he's like, don't. Don't ever listen to it. Destroy the tape now. And I'm yelling at the TV, no! <laughs> What's, Put it listen on! To it. <laughs> What's the worst that you could hear? A couple of screams and some chewing? Ow, ow, munch, munch, crunch. Right! At, yeah. If they aren't going to at least play it for us, play it for her so I can see that bitch cry. <laughs> you should have done it. They should have done it where they play the audio and reenacted it either with puppets or claymation. <laughs> there you go, puppets. That'd be great. And that's Get what Pixar it, in on this. Right. Yeah. Instead, it was just... All right, so we got to watch this guy alive, but we don't get to watch him die mm-hmm. or, or hear him Especially die. Especially when you want to see him die, I could see where that would be a problem. Or even hear him. Like what they should have done. I haven't seen Flight 93 or United 93, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, not going to go see that one either. Yeah. But they should have done where I guess at the end of it they fade to black and you hear the mm-hmm. crash or whatever. Right. They should have done something like that at the end where they fade to black and you hear the guy getting mauled. <laughs> I ah, s- a bear is eating me. Ah. I say a real cheesy uh, Real Stories of the Highway Patrol reenactment. Yeah, you know? there you go, yeah. With like one of the- A guy in a bear suit. Yeah, they're just like on David Letterman. You know yeah. how they have the big guy in the bear yeah. suit? He's trying to flag attack because he's killing this guy. Uh, <laughs> Joe in Orlando, you're in the hideout on road radio with Drew Curtis from Fark.com. What's up, Joe? Hey, hey, just wanted to go ahead and ask uh, Drew something real quick. Hey, um, in your side, I have noticed how you have uh, uh, sometimes you have a left-wing tendency and sometimes a right-wing le- tendency. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. 
I wanted to ask you, is that something that moderators do and uh, they just do it to go up and do the so-called very famous uh, Park Flame Wars, or uh, what's the whole deal with it? Yeah, actually, it's uh, kind of interesting. Uh, what we do with political threads, uh, it, it actually stems from my belief that all politicians are actually only out for themselves. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I actually get tired of people getting behind politicians as if they're some kind of, you know, standard bearer of all that is right and good, mm-hmm. left or right, period. They're not. They just want power. That's all they're about. So, uh, but what we do is, is that we try to spin it because after doing FARC for all these years and seeing all these different political viewpoints, I've come to understand both sides of pretty much every single issue. And I'm actually the last guy that you ever want to talk to about politics because whatever you can tell me about one position, I can you tell can... you the opposite. I don't actually actually believe it, but, well, it is kind of good in the sense that if you can actually find somebody you can have a reasonable discussion with, it's all right, but, so. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Fark.com, I tell you what, man, you go to those boards, it's just, uh, it's just hilarious to watch people just argue back and forth, especially the Photoshop uh, Photoshop contest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, I love that stuff, man. Anybody haven't been at Fark.com, hey, man, I'm not getting paid by Drew or anything like it, you just have to go there and see the stuff, man, it's awesome. That's a a good good commercial, thank you, Joe, appreciate it. Now, I tell you, the uh, the interesting thing, too, he's talking about the flame wars and the political threads on FARC. Mm-hmm. They do get kind of down and dirty, but there's a reason for it, and that is because, and if you think about this, this is kind of unique. It's because we have representatives of both sides on FARC. There are very few websites out there, period, that have more than one political viewpoint anywhere. Yeah. It usually polarizes one way or the other. But we've got a, we actually did a, a survey in January, and it's pretty equal. Left and right and center, it's all basically the same same bell curve, basically. So I remember when we talked cool. to you the first time, it was just like, we're here kind of for the comedy aspect for yes, it, as far as exactly. putting up the headlines. Uh-huh. Not so much the political leaning. No, exactly. All right, got to take a break. So many commercials. So little time for bantering about. And I want to ask you about the Duke rape scandal, because I'm sure you're having oh, a blast yeah. with it. Oh, I'm having a good time with that it's one. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hideout. It's the hideout. Stay tuned. This is the hideout. Drew Curtis from Fark.com hanging out in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Asking about that. Maybe we can educate us on it. Because I'm lost. I don't even know what's going on. And, Dubs, I do want to talk about you had an experience with the doctor over the weekend, too. Yes, I did. And uh, what happened with you? We'll get caught up with all that next. It's the hideout. Real Radio.fm. In the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Well, we continue our discussion with Drew Curtis from Fart.com. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt, set up what's going on. I guess he has chunks on the phone i completely forgotten about. Yeah. <laughs> we sent chunks out to under the Rethink Homosexuality billboard behind the churches to, quote-unquote, put out the flame. In honor of all the brush fires going on here in Florida. Our flame, Chunks. Mo. So what happened? Well, Chunks calls me, and he says, uh, can you announce that we're having a contest of people pouring water on me? Because we have this guy here, like the first guy to show up, but he refuses to do it because he thinks this is kind of strange and a little, uh, <laughs> d- thinks this is fake, and he might get arrested for uh, throwing water on a white guy. It's just uh, this very paranoid black guy, I think. Right. And I talk to him, he sounds a little off. Chunks. Hey, what's up, dude? All right. Was Matt right in the way that he set it up? Yeah, um, the gentleman, gentleman drove by and he saw me. He's like, it just seems kind of too easy. And he's like, what are they doing to you? And I was like, well, I guess I'm a big flamer. And by pouring the water out on me, it's symbolism of putting out the flame. Right. It's deep like a Hemingway novel. Yes. So That's what we do here. What a... It's a deep thinking show. So is he still there? Yeah, he's still there. 
All right, let me. He's smiling now. Now he believes it. And All right, let me talk to him. Big flame here. Hold on a second. It seems like a Hemingway novel. Yes. All right, then he's on delay. Turn your radio down. Mm-hmm. Turn your radio down. Yes. Sir. Yes. Hey, how's it going? You're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. How you doing? I'm doing fine. All right, here's the thing. Okay. I don't know what that crazy white guy's telling you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Do not throw water on him because he's going to sue. I think it may be a setup. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's looking for money or it's some sort of a, hey, I'm going to try to get you know win a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it'd be good for a black guy throwing a white guy in any yeah. throwing water don't, on him. Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of skeptical about this, even though he had you the WWE uh, pack of um, WrestleMania stuff. You know what? Um, Just take it. Yeah, here's Just the th- take it and run. Here's the thing that he's saying. He, um, I think he said something about, you know, if you throw water on him and take it, it's like, you know, it's robbery. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd want to do that. But they keep looking at me kind of strange too, as they're telling me this. So I don't know. They keep looking at me, man. Then I see OP. I see OPD riding by too. So I'm not pretty sure about this. Um, here's the thing. It's up to you whether or not you want to throw the water on them. I can just say, you know, we here at Clear Channel will not held responsible for what happens if you go to jail. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go over here and do it, man. I'm gonna see <laughs> All right, I, <laughs> I mean, it is a WWE rewind. I mean, it's good stuff. Uh huh. All right, why don't you go and throw the water on them? Oh, what happened? Did he hang up? Why did he get put on he got put on hold? Oh. Who touched it? You there? Yes, I'm still here. Uh-huh. Alright, let me talk to Chunks real fast. Okay, Chunks. Hey, Chunks ran across the street. This is C Lane. Where's what's Chunks running now? Why'd he run? <laughs> so we could get under the uh, rethink homosexuality side. Let, let's talk about the let's talk to the guy again. Give it hey. back to the guy who's gonna throw water. What's his name? Alright, what are right, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, what's the guy's name is going to throw the water on you? Uh, what's your name, boss? First name. Chris. Chris. Right. Vic? Chris? Yeah. Chris. All right. Um, Give the phone back to Chris real quick. Yeah, All right, Chris. Hey. Okay. Dude, this guy is a total racist. Yeah, yeah he is. <laughs> he throws it on the end bomb like it's nobody's open, business. Open the cap, right? Right. You can pour the water on You know what? Leave it closed and just chuck it at his head. Yeah, just throw the bottle at him as hard as you can with it closed. Do it. Hit him in the face. <laughs> do it. Come on. Okay, now, are you going to cue me in or something? No, just no. All you got to do, do you have the bottle with you? Yes, I have it in my hand right now. Close uh, close the top close, and chuck it at his face. Close the top and beat it over his head just twice. Let me hear the thoughts. No, I'm not going to do that. Hey, you're not You're not going to get in trouble, I promise you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do it like that. I'm putting out the flame. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now kick him in the balls. <laughs> Remember Rodney. Remember Rodney. I thought the bottle has to be empty. All right. Okay. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Let me talk All to right. Chunks. Hold on, bud. Thanks. <laughs> Hello? Hey. What's up? Do you feel like somehow Exodus.to, like instead of going to that, you can just come to the hideout, we'll pour water on you, and you're all clear? Yeah. You straight I again? I clean. It's like I'm a baptized. All right, don't turn this into some sort of a gay Catholic thing, yeah. all right? That's not what we're doing. Yeah, thank you. I'm all wet now. Ew. He was all skeptic, and now he, he didn't hesitate to dump, like, the whole thing of water he had on me. Here's the thing. Did he get the fried chicken wet? No, of course. I thought I had to save it. Then mission accomplished. <laughs> what sides did you get? Um, I, I didn't have enough, so I got like six biscuits and your okra. Did you get chicken too? Yeah, man. Right. But they told me that uh, they'd run out of the white meat, so it got all dark. What? Yeah. Come on, don't be racist. What? Say something really racist to the guy who just won. 
that he ran off. <laughs> Did he see a police dog? Um, hey, you know, we're lucky. We had to talk that guy down. He was going to jam that thing in your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted to beat you over the head with it. Why? We had to talk him out of he it. He said he's heard you on the air before, and he just doesn't like you much. Some about you being a Dago Wop. Come on, Aww. man. That's that's bad. That's we told undeserved. him. We said no. Hey, my family built the railroads, dude. I didn't say that. I didn't <laughs> He's say Chinese. that. Chinese. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, said something about hitting you in the face as hard as he can with a bottle, and we said no. Just pour it on him. He goes, no, I'm not going to do that. And we're like, no, no, don't do that. You he know? also wanted to know where you lived and what your phone number was, so we gave it to him. Oh, come on, really? Seven zero three nine seven five. Please, 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 I'm begging you. Well, we already gave it out on the air, so it's okay. Ah. Uh, Guess the guy came back and got him. They'll do that. What do you mean they? Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned to Hideout. Coming up next, it's the Hideout. the hideout. All right, now that we got that out of the way, we'll continue our discussion with Drew Curtis from Fark.com. Good guy, man, just hanging out with us mm-hmm. here in the Hideout. Fark.com is the website. He's going to educate us on this Duke thing. Because anybody who's gone to FARC knows that Duke sucks. So we'll find out why exactly next on Real Radio 104.1. Radio uh, 104.1, realradio.fm, also the podcasting on iTunes. Five categories, usually among talk shows, all five of our categories in the top 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to be a part of it, 407-916-1041, There's also uh, hideoutheretics.net. And RealRadio.fm, our AOL Instant Messenger. Drew Curtis from Fark.com, Fark.com, uh, hanging out with us tonight, Dubs, uh, gracing us with his presence on this Monday night. He was in the area. I guess he's got family in town, had a Fark party on Saturday night. I was talking to him a little bit about it. I don't know if you mind about talking about it. You do. No, go right ahead. Just about because he's married. He's mm-hmm. got a little kid, like, what, two and a half? Yep, that's right. One on the way, 23 months, uh, wow. or 23 weeks uh, the pregnancy is in. So he's happy, you know, he's happily married. But then on the flip side, it's like, you know, I got this website, we throw parties, the temptation is just... Well, there actually are FARC groupies, too. Are there really? Yeah. Uh, here's the other weird thing about the FARC chicks is, like, they're all smoking hot. And I don't know how this happened exactly, but they Smart are. girls. Essentially, yeah. girls who you would think would like to keep up with the news yes. and, you know, the fat girls are doing... They're not reading, you know. They're not <laughs> yeah, too busy eating to read. Yeah, they're not on, they're not online to figure out what's yeah, going on I think in the they're world. They're back in their cereal box. That's right, about it. exactly. Um, so anyway, but we were talking about how tough that's got to be. How were they out in uh, Tampa? Were there some uh, good-looking chicks out there? Yeah, there were actually. There were uh, there were a couple that showed up. It was a good time. I know you do a lot of media. Do you ever have like any media chicks who will kind of come on to you because? You took a tour of Tampa Bay 10, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. And, like, uh, maybe the anchors or maybe even producers who are well th- on their not way. Not that I've noticed, but, yeah, now that you mentioned it, they are kind of smoking hot over there, too. Because I've noticed that, like, TV and radio stations in particular will only hire hot chicks. Yeah. They just do as a rule, it seems like. So. Mm-hmm. Well, we ha- hired one for a little bit. And hot, if you mean sweaty, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The sweaty well, checks are not so good. Why well, continuously run her down? What did she ever do to you? <laughs> she can't run down anything. <laughs> what she didn't do. Except for a Speaking of, hurry up back, Chunks. I can't wait for the church's chicken to get here. We'll feed Drew, too, while he's hanging out. Yeah, chicken's good. Um, all right, so one of the funny things about Fark is always uh, Duke sucks. Yes, they And do. then the lacrosse thing, you know, hit. And it's even more so, I would think, now. 
Yeah, Talk- I know there's like actual valid reason. Give mm-hmm. us some details on the. Uh, first of all, Duke sucks because you're from Kentucky, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay, that's that's first of all. Yeah, it's a college basketball thing, though, mm-hmm. basically. But secondly, what is going on? Like the inner details of this, because I don't keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this is one of those news stories where I'm not. I'm not gonna hop, you know, hop on and feel the need to talk about it. Yeah, you know, it, it happened in, you know, it happened up in North Carolina. You know, what does it matter to us? Yeah, it's just getting plain old ugly right now. What happened was is that the uh, Duke lacrosse team had some strippers over one night mm-hmm. for a party, and apparently it was only Duke lacrosse players were there. And something happened, and one of them claimed that she was raped by three of the guys on the team. I saw the police report because it was posted on the smoking gun and read it. And after reading it, it was very, very specific as to what had actually occurred. So much so that, like, normally if somebody's lying, they give, they're kind of more vague when yeah, they tell stuff that you I would, expect. I was raped. I don't remember exactly what happened. Yeah, some yeah. guys, and I don't know what's going on. And... I actually heard it was the exact opposite, that the more details the more skeptical because it almost seems contrived. Hmm. I thought I had heard that somewhere. Well, it may be the case because I read that and I thought, well, okay, there must be something to it. I think they must have done it. Well, what happened was is they took the unusual step of DNA testing the entire team, except for one guy. Because the, uh, the woman who was the, the stripper who was black, there were two of them. One mm-hmm. was black and one was indeterminate. I have no idea. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but uh, said that it was three white guys that did it, and there were 46 players on the lacrosse team. 45 guys were white. One guy was black. So <laughs> well, it is lacrosse. Yeah, so they did the test that guy. They left him alone. But they got the DNA from the other 45 guys, and I was just like, well, this will be pretty much open and shut. Well, all the samples came back, and none of them were positive. Mm. None of them. And that, that's why uh, the uh, they were saying there's no DNA evidence and everything, and they, yeah. they should throw it out. But isn't like a, a huge part of the uh, rape convictions have no DNA evidence? I don't know. That's a good question. I think it's I, like I think, I think in this case it'd be pretty easy because they did find DNA, mm-hmm. oh. but it wasn't theirs. Oh yeah, no, they found some on her. The comparisons didn't match up. That was what happened. I did not know that. Yes. So what? Uh, and the guys at the lacrosse party, as it turns out, luckily for them, sort of at this stage, somebody was taking pictures, and they alleged that the gal that was claiming that she got raped showed up, beat up, and they have pictures, and she did. I've actually seen them because they posted them online. Their story is is that uh, she showed up. Uh, some stuff happened. Some guys were saying some off off color stuff. They said they were going to leave. Off color, about color, probably. No, I don't know. Actually, I, I've been to some bachelor parties where stuff like that happened. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, where it wasn't anything really bad, but more to the point where they, you know, Just they, they're in a situation. It's a room full of crazy, you know, guys that and are, strippers. Yeah, yeah and so you know, they're like, we'll, we'll leave if this guy doesn't shut up. You know, something like that. Well, apparently, at one point, uh, they convinced them to come back. They kept on doing what they were doing. Then they got concerned again, and one of them locked herself in the bathroom. The other one left. Uh, the guys in the house said that the stripper was actually accusing them, basically telling them that if they didn't start paying more money, that uh, she would basically call rape on them. And so they started shoving money underneath the door and begging her to leave. And just get out of there. And she did, but then she came back later on for some clothes to pick up. And they have pictures of all of this stuff. And when all that information came out, the defense's response, or actually, I guess the prosecution's response, uh, the the representative for the the strippers Mm -hmm. played the race card immediately. And Mm -hmm. that's when it all went downhill. It got nasty from that point. So, of course, then they come back and they say, oh, well, apparently uh, she was involved in some kind of similar lawsuit about five years ago. And so now it's just massive mudslinging. So uh, this all happened and uh, the coach got fired. Yes, that's right. Over, you know, 
something that's undetermined. Yeah. Well, so. I think he got fired because the event actually occurred. Okay. I, mean, whether, I don't think it was because there was a rape, but I think it was because he knew about it and he mm. let the strippers come over. And even though it's all college and we all know what college people about, do. I was, I was about to say, I mean, that goes They're on. old enough to uh, yeah. get some strippers. Yeah. No, it's completely legal. Well, every team, too, does some sort of bonding experience like that. Mm-hmm. And if the coach isn't yeah. there providing booze or the stripper... What does it matter? Now, Giant Brian on Real Radio Hideout, the AOL Instant Messenger says, um, I think it's obvious that the one black player put on some white face and then raped the chick. Ah, there you go. So maybe that's where the uh, missing DNA came mm. from, um, uh, from that. Now, well, you... they did go back and retest that guy, too. Okay. Well, then I guess not. No match. <laughs> now, what about some of the other stuff? You were telling me there were some interesting things that didn't actually come out or didn't get They did come out but they weren't uh, available in soundbite form. As far as the Kobe trial Yeah, and... the Kobe trial and the Michael Jackson trial, the way those two ended up were really interesting because they couldn't soundbite them and it's also kind of a restriction in the media. They can't accuse somebody of doing something unless it's been proven in court. So they can't come out and say it. And in both of these cases, they well in in, in Jackson's case there was something that was said that wasn't proven in court. Uh, in the case of Kobe, it never actually reached court, but it was interesting how it ended up, and there was no way to summarize it in like a good, quick, one-sentence thing. The Kobe right, Bryant it, case... Do it for us in one sentence. I can do it fast. Uh, I can do it in one sentence, but the Kobe Bryant thing wrapped up uh, because basically the uh, defense requested the uh, the gal, the accuser's instant messaging records off of her phone from uh, Verizon or whoever it was mm-hmm. in the guy. The judge allowed it. They settled within 12 hours. Wow. So what do you? I mean, what do you think that means? Like, what is it? I think that what was going to come back on that instant message, it was literally that that order of occurrences. They requested the the records. The judge allowed it. They settled. Now, what I think was going to happen was is the and this was all that was all that happened. The instant messaging records. The rumor was that the media couldn't talk about because it had never been proven and nobody ever saw the records. Was is that she had basically been IMing people, saying, "Hey, guess who I just banged?" Oh, oh wow. And I can't walk straight now. <laughs> exactly. And boy, does my butt hurt for some reason. Right. The, the myth, it is true. Yeah. Uh, so I, that was what happened there. All right. Drew Curtis from FARC.com here in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. The most knowledgeable man in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knows every story. Well, yeah, he reads them all. I have to, yeah. Uh, we idea. don't. We're in here. We're misinformed. Uh, we don't care. Uh, it doesn't matter. Everybody is. So now let's roll with, you were telling me about the Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. case. Yeah, and what, that was interesting. What could have been the secret thing that went from there? Or yeah. at least not, you know, widely publicized. Well, they've, they've said it, but again, it, the media has to dance around it, because if they actually come out and, and repeat essentially what some of these guys are saying in Can't, the wrong form, they're slandering somebody and they're in big trouble. Can't you say it's alleged that so-and-so? That really doesn't cover anything anymore. Yeah, I think it's real iffy, and they're not really willing, especially in an incident where, like, this stuff occurred about three or four weeks after the case was over, so it was out of the media eye at that point, so the interest had kind of died down. And they're not willing to risk, you know, million-dollar lawsuits over nothing. Mm-hmm. In this particular case, what it looked like happened was is about three or four weeks later, uh, a few of the jurors who were asked a lot of questions in the days following the end of the trial they would appear together, and they would ask him questions. They all seemed to be kind of uniform and all on the same page. As time went on, though, about three or four weeks down the road, uh, some of the jurors who I guess still needed some pocket change were doing the talk show circuit still. And a few of them had changed their story. And what they were saying essentially was is that they believed that Michael Jackson did molest the kids. But they also believed that the mother knew that that was going to happen and sent the kids over to his house to get molested so she could file a lawsuit. And they Molestation they, bait. And they could not, in all good conscience, award any money to her for what she did because it was more evil than what he did. 
if that makes any sense. It would I, I would have to agree. Putting I, your own child did. in that uh, situation is more evil than uh, being the kind of he was. Yeah. He was kind of the he took the bait on it. Yeah, uh, basically. Okay, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. And that was normally the thing you'd always ask yourself. Why do parents still let their kids go to Michael Jackson? Exactly. And the answer is because you want a nice, big, fat legal judgment. Mm-hmm. You really think that that's worse than actually touching the kids? If you know you're putting your own kid? As a parent? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's unconscionable right there. There's absolutely no way you could let that fly. I see how that's wrong, and I'm not defending that in any way. But I think the actual <laughs> kid touching is probably worse. I would have to say no. I would have to say that they're... If you know it's going to happen. All right, what if you're doing it, though, as a parent, and you're thinking, all right, we got no hope for any kind of a life. I put my kid <laughs> in that situation. Even still, though, man. It's, yeah. it's set. It gets college. It you, gets opportunities that it never had before. You, you talk to people that have been through stuff like that. I have. They'd, they'd buy it back. I was I was molested by a chick. <laughs> well, Not, by a chick's okay. Yeah, exactly. As long as it was like one of your teachers or something. She was that's a good time. Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, she, all right. She well, was fat. See, but. that's okay. But Michael Jackson, you'd buy that back. Really? Yeah. He kind of looks like a tranny, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I mean, it's kind of all right. You, Dubs, you were probably molested. No, I wasn't. Um. All right. Here's the <laughs> thing about Dubs. He hates mayonnaise. Any white condiment? No white condiments for me. Um, I don't feel comfortable around children. He doesn't remember anything before yeah. the age of, what, six? Six, yeah, right around there. Huh. Um, and he had an uncle that lived with him. Uh-oh. And he slept in the bunk beds. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. It's trouble. It, 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 there's a lot of things that, if you add it up... You equal talk. something very bad. But you know, it's good not to so. remember that kind yeah. of thing. You know, really, it's nice. You know, maybe something that didn't happen or did. But, I, you know, I hey. think I have a great mental immune system. Yeah, that's perfect. That's what you want. All right, I'm thinking though. You know, I just don't understand how the mother's worse than Jacko. Because she she banked on this kid getting touched, and especially well, guess her what? own kid. Well, then guess what? He got touched, and he's got no college fund now. <laughs> Oh, so what? You're gonna screw the kid? Yes, twice. Literally, yeah. That's right. Throw him a little something. You know, speaking of, uh, sorry, sorry to jump on a slightly different subject here, but speaking of like court cases that ended strange, there was actually something similar to the Duke rape case that occurred. I think it was SMU. I think had their basketball team had a similar thing where they had a stripper over and she claimed that they gang raped her, Mm -hmm. and uh, they they absolutely lucked out. Somebody videotaped it. it I thought it was Pittsburgh. It It was somewhere. Yeah, it was Pittsburgh. I think it was Pittsburgh. They brought her over, and that's the new thing with the camera phone, Uh is you run the little video thing, and they had... Yeah, they videotaped it, where she's like, okay, who's next? Right. Five bucks. Right. Exactly. (laughs) It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Can't believe I've never heard of it before. What is it? Doing the butt. All right, welcome back into the Hideout for Real Radio 104.1. It's a Monday night. Drew Curtis from Fark.com hanging out with us. You can tell we have a very laid-back approach to radio. Yeah. We're walking around, eating chicken. (laughs) Okra. Yeah, just hanging out. Tasty. Is it bad that we kind of pride ourselves of being the same on and off the air? Yeah. I, I, I wish I could smoke in here, and it would be perfect for me. Right. What are they going to do? True. Bring it. It already smells like dead bird in here. How yeah. I know. We need, we need to do something to cover it up from earlier, and Matt That's Albert right. licked a dead bird. Um, all right, 407 <laughs> um, Matt Albert, who's in the other room, 
stuffing his face with fried chicken. Mm-hmm. It says, listening to EU and eating fried chicken, it's like we're back in D.C. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, so, man, so much going on. We were chatting out, uh, chatting it up with Drew here a second ago. Oh, we talked about my sleep test and how I passed it with flying colors. Yeah, and you were upset about that. On Friday, Dubs, his face was swollen up. I don't know if you've been watching the NBA playoffs on TNT. Ernie Johnson had this big swell up, one of his glands. Oh, good times. Well, Dubs had a pimple in his inner nose. Mm -hmm. Ah. (laughs) That's a bad spot. It had gotten so bad, it had gotten infected, and his face swelled up up last Friday. All underneath my eye was swollen, and the biggest thing was my my lip, like uh, right above my lip. Was red and really, really damn sore. So you um, refuse. You tried to go to the doctor on Thursday night, Friday during Friday the day. morning. Okay. Yeah. And they kept sending you around. By the way, Dubs has no insurance. No. So yeah. that was another problem with it. <laughs> and, th- yeah. and at one point, you were going to refuse to get any medical treatment. It'll go away. It's a zit. It's a zit in my nose. I, I, why should I have to go to the doctor for a zit? Well, we talk about it on the Well, you air. go there, and that's what they're going to tell you. Right. Yeah, it's a zit in your nose. Really? No kidding. What should I do? Yeah, wait a couple days. I know. Well, that's what we thought. So we talk about it on the air. Everybody starts calling in. Hey, I've had it before. My aunt's had it. My uncle's had it. <laughs> you can get bacteria in it, and the bacteria can go to your eye, make you blind, uh, good or could give you brain damage if it makes its way all the way up to your brain. Mm-hmm. Probably causes cancer, too. Something. So it looked like a cancer. Oh, it looked even, like a huge. We haven't even told you about my bleeding ass. No, I don't want to hear about that at all. How, <laughs> let's not talk about and that. And how I've had <laughs> blood in my stool for the last seven weeks with no pain, mind you. So I, I'm not freaked out about that. i got to get the colonoscopy at some point coming up. I'm 28, dude. I'm just falling apart. Mm-hmm. No good. But... So Dubs, you decide on Saturday morning. Finally, you're gonna you have to go get something done. I was I wasn't gonna go. My girlfriend uh, dragged me around town looking for one of these cheaper clinics. You know, since I don't have insurance. Did and, you Did you see the one over like right near the bowling alley on 436? There's a There's an easy walk in clinic like right across from the Boston Market. Huh? No, I didn't see that. Mm, I'll be damned. So what? I, fa- I found one, and I go there. And there's a sign on the door that says, we're closed today for some kind of conference. So I go all the way out there. There's some kind of conference. Because and, how much was it going to cost you? Uh, like 120 bucks or something like that. Which isn't bad if you don't have, you don't have insurance. No, not bad at all. So I say, screw it. Let's just go home. My girlfriend gets me to go to the ER. They say it's going to, uh, for the doctor to look at you, it'll be uh, between 80 and 120. And I figure I can handle that. Uh, I go in there. They first, they can't find out exactly where the infection is, even though I told them it's in the back of my nose. (laughs) They take a needle and poke that little lip right on the bottom of my nose, trying to drain it, and just blood goes everywhere because that wasn't the part that was infected. It was a normal part, just really sore. Was your chick with you? Yeah. Did you cry? No. Did it hurt? It hurt like hell. I've never felt pain like that. There's something about someone sticking you in the nose. If I was ever going to stab anyone to death, it would be in the nose. <laughs> there you go. Did you bleed out? I bled for a while there, and uh, then he, he says, there's no infection because it was just blood. I, no, it's in the back of my nose. <laughs> yeah. All right, so they didn't, they didn't even listen. No. Okay. So then he takes that needle again, or a new needle, I don't know, and jabs back there. And just like a big long string of pus starts coming out and everything. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, it is infected. Of course, yes, it's infected. I know that. Yeah. Geez. And uh, 
So he says he's going to do a culture on it, and then he wants to have me come back either yesterday or today to get a checkup on it again, pay which another, would, yeah, be yeah. another fee. <laughs> yeah. So he prescribes me some, uh, some uh, what are uh, antibiotics? Amoxicillin, yeah, something, something. Like that. I don't know what it is, and uh, tells me that's all I need to do. I can go home, and then you know they'll be in touch with me. All right, the key with those is to not finish taking all the pills. <laughs> and make sure you drink a lot of alcohol yes. when you've got it, by the way. That's... Actually, these ones you can drink alcohol on, which oh, is that odd. Sucks. What? Yeah. Boo. No, that's the, mo- that's the best part of it. When you get that little green pack, I'm thinking, yeah. all right, it only takes two that's beers right. tonight, and I'm having a party. Oh, yeah. These ones you can drink on side. By the way, that Drew sucks. Curtis uh, from Fark.com hanging out in the hideout with us. So I, you know, I... Go to uh, check out and find out how much I'm paying, which they said between 80 and 120. I didn't know there's add-ons for the <laughs> yeah. popping of it, the uh, the uh, culture they took with the uh, the swabs and everything. The automated door opening mm-hmm. fee. Uh, did yeah. they give you a discount for stabbing you in the wrong place at first? They ended up giving me a discount. Uh, it was 600 bucks. Oh, how nice! Yeah, for one visit, 600 bucks. Yeah. But if you pay right then, it's only 300. <laughs> yeah. uh, instant rebate of three hundred dollars. Yep, fifty percent off. All right, fifty percent off right away if you pay right there. Because I guess probably a lot of people just walk just, out. Like, Six hundred bucks. Screw this. Yeah, and they yeah. go. Yeah, they goes on their credit and everything, but they never pay. They yeah. don't care. A week yeah. later, the guy with the big stick shows up at your house. Mm. So it costs you three hundred dollars to get this thing popped and get some uh, antibiotics. You feeling better? Oh, I'm feeling great now. My nose is better. I got a big scab in there from him jabbing me, but other than that, I'm fine. Pick at it. Does it hurt? No, not at all. It's great. Ooh, there's a little booger. Wipe it under there for Dirty Jim. <laughs> why do you think? Why do you think you're always having nose issues? Here's one thing about uh, Dubs Drill. He's always picking at his nose. Like ever yeah. since I'm, I'm sure that's probably one of the problems. I probably had dirty fingers picked up there, got a zit in there from uh, something getting in my pore, and then yeah. I ended up. Uh, so you're feeling good, though? How's your chick feel about it? Oh, she feels great about it. Even though you're at $300? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's time for you to get insurance? Because uh, it cost sure. you... It'd cost I was going to say, what's the cost basis on this? A $10 copay. I don't know. I think you're still but, ahead, though, yeah, based I'm on the st- monthly fee. Yeah. I'm still ahead. I'm going to wait till I have a long-standing medical issue that yeah. puts me in the whole millions. Right, how, how old are you? 25. Don't you think it's probably a good idea now at the age of 25 to go ahead and pick up on the insurance that's being offered to you by the station? Yeah, I got it up at about 27, I think, yeah. so You went that long without insurance? Yeah, and I played soccer all the time, too. I was really stupid. Dude, I almost thought about not getting insurance this uh, this last year. Say, Terrific. I'll say, ah, screw it. I guess a little extra money in my pocket. Yeah. But with my bleeding ass and my sleep apnea... <laughs> And you're well, see, once, half. You, once you got it, oh, though, all these little things, like you suddenly just like, well, I guess I'll get that checked out because I'm paying for this anyway, so you right. know, why not? My torn calf muscle that I got, now all of a sudden I'm thinking, God, that I ended up getting it. Well, Dubs, I'm glad that you're feeling better. And I tried to fake the uh, immense pain thing where I'm, I'm just under so much pain with this thing. I need something to get rid of it. Yeah, like liquid Valium. Yeah, something. That's the key. Anything. Just give me, <laughs> give me uh, an aspirin from there. I'd feel better about it because it's actually from the hospital, but they wouldn't give me anything. You wanted a prescription? Yeah, I just wanted a few Vicodin. All right. Did I tell you that I still... A couple Oxycontin. I still have the prescription for my, uh, I guess it's Darvacet. You got to you gotta, you gotta get it. Fill yeah. it. When I tore my calf muscle, they were like, you want some Darvacet? 
I was like, all right, I'll take it, you know. And he still doesn't build it, even though he loves, he knows I love painkillers. Here's the thing. <laughs> These guys, they're not quote-unquote regular drug addicts. They're not even, they don't even drink alcohol. But you get a legal pill around them, mm-hmm. and they're ready to party. Yeah. I, okay. Every single one of you, Dubs, Bateman, <laughs> Matt Albert even, you guys get any sniff of like a Darvacet or what, a Percodan? A Percocet. Percocet. Darvacet, Percocet, uh, Oxycontin. Vicodin. What do they do? Just numb you. Give you this nice little body buzz. Here's the thing. From what? You guys don't do anything. Exactly. But for some reason, there's a, you, you want to move even less than normal. I, you know, usually I want to sit around, <laughs> but I really like sitting around when I'm on these. You've met, right. You hardly have met three more sedentary guys. If you didn't have dogs, you wouldn't leave your place. Mm-hmm. The two of you are very good. Bateman and Dubs leave their place because they have dogs and they're good pet owners, so they'll walk them. Matt Albert lives with me. He didn't leave all weekend. He was in his room all weekend. The only time he moved was to watch me cry <laughs> when I watched ER. Well, he went, we went bowling yesterday. I was wondering why he wasn't there. I didn't want to take him along. <laughs> Because then he would ask for me to pay, yeah. and I'm not doing it. <laughs> He's laughing. You know it's got to be true. No, it is. It's completely true. He's a mooch. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Monday night with the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Um, Dubs is telling us a story about going to the ER, and what happened? Uh, yeah, I got uh, they they I had a zit in my nose, and they popped it and gave me you know my my meds for it and everything. But while I was in there, there was uh, these two. Just strung out kids. Uh, I guess one of them fell over during a whippet and hit his head. <laughs> so he he that'll been, happen. Yeah, he he uh, had been there for like two hours and no one uh, had uh, come to see him yet. So he was getting really worked up, started hitting his head against the wall and everything. So they uh, <laughs> and this friend was there, you know, yelling at his, his bull and everything. Started doing push-ups in the uh, waiting room, talking about how many sets he's done since he's been there. And, <laughs> and then they uh, they call the uh, the security over, but they wait until after the doctor goes and sees him. So they rush him in there to get the doctor to go see him. And then they start walking out, and I see these cops just chasing after him. <laughs> like they were either, like uh, for one, they were causing a disturbance there. I'm sure that was part of the problem. But I think they were trying to run out without giving all their information and everything. So uh, these kids who... Went there because they fell over after a whippet, which who hasn't? A- anybody who's yeah, done a whippet goes, yeah. Yeah, has fallen over and gotten a mild concussion, you sleep it off. Uh, Drew Curtis from Fart.com here in the hideout with us. I, uh, I've, I'll i venture to say a couple of times that I've been to an ER, that's not exactly where you will find the best collection of human beings. No, it's no. more like the worst. Yeah, I, I, I figure I, they, I paid the extra for the entertainment I got in there. This one girl came in, got punched in the face the night before, that and her was a good time. and her and her dad brought or her dad brought her in there to get checked out, probably <laughs> because they're going to sue. Yeah, because she didn't have one mark on her. Now here, here's the interesting thing. I remember like one time I went up to the Florida hospital for the ER. Uh, there was a kid in there in a Slipknot T-shirt and a long greasy hair and baggy black pants, mm-hmm. just cursing. Beyond uh, anybody's belief. I mean, it's Scarface, it's you know, Boys in the Hood, it's just any good fellas, just anything you could ever think of with a lot of curse words. Here's this guy in the ER. I get, it was one of those similar things. 
where he had hurt himself getting high, I think, mm-hmm. fell off of his skateboard, and was in the ER just raising hell, essentially, while you got people who were probably near death sitting there, and their last moments have to hear this guy just cussing about nothing, <laughs> about his friend who last night wouldn't, you know, wouldn't puff, puff, pass. I remember one time I went there, and this was a really crazy night. I went there on the last night of American Idol when it was uh, Clay Aiken, and um, I can't remember. Who was the big guy who won? Ruben Stuttered. Ruben Stuttered. So I go in there, and there was this lady in real bad shape in the back of the ER, and uh, her family was sitting out there waiting uh, to find out what the doctor said. And while they were waiting, they were watching American Idol, and they see the vote now thing come up, so they're dialing on their phone, voting for Ruben, and the doctor comes out very somber, like, and says, "If you want to come see her for a little bit, you can." And they're giving her the uh, the one finger up there, like, "Hold on one second, I haven't got my vote in yet." <laughs> and they kept on hitting repeat, repeat, repeat until they got through, and then they would go back and see their family member who'd been, you know. Well, it's those injured. votes. It's all about priorities. Right? Yeah, it's those votes. That's why Ruben won. And that same night. Uh, I went to the back, and I was there with this girl, uh, cute chick. Uh, she had a bloody nose that night. I believe that's why she was there. She was feeling dizzy and had a bloody nose. Uh, so she uh, goes to the back, and this very butch woman is, you know, her nurse. And she's checking out her head and everything, checking out the nose and everything. I see underneath her, uh, her, her uh, scrubs, she's wearing flannel. So I'm completely convinced she's lesbian, okay. and this confirmed it when yeah, I think she, that's about 100 percent positive, right there. This yeah. is what confirmed it when she uh, when she was looking at the face and the nose and everything. And says, "Yeah, we need to get you on the stirrups." Uh-huh. What? Oh, there yeah. you go. All right. Oh my God, it's not even pretending. <laughs> no, I, I watch Cinemax all the time, and they're exactly what happened next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they won't let me in the room. So <laughs> uh, Matt and Rock Ledger in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, man? Hey, hideout. How's it going? Hey, brother. Um, the reason the cops are probably chasing those kids is probably, like, when the kid started banging his head against the wall, that demonstrates some kind of uh, psychiatric imbalance, which uh, compels the doctor to put them under a uh, 72-hour monitoring called a, a Baker Act. And basically you get monitored for 72 hours for psychiatric faults or something like that. And probably they were put under the Baker Act, and that's involuntary. Whether you like it or not, you're going. Uh, so you're sticking around and you got no choice, and that's why yep. they're taking off. They didn't mm-hmm. want. They just yep. gotten high off of some whippets. Uh, yeah. I no, me... it's not the high off of whippets, but it's the fact that he just started acting crazy. Like he just started acting. No, I, I got he was you. Probably just acting up for attention, but still. No, I got you. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. What do whippets even do? I've never d- done a drug a day in my life. Just close your eyes and think, wah, wah, wah. It just <laughs> it, it, that just goes through your head, and for some reason, it, like for thirty seconds there. You feel great, and you're just giggling. It's wonderful. Just listening to wah, 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 wah. <laughs> it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned, stay tuned. Listen to the hideout. Coming up next on the hideout, on the hideout, on the hideout. All right, still coming up, uh, Bob Fryer from Local 6 News at 11 will be joining us. Got a little rundown of some of the stuff that they're doing. It's going to be a good newscast tonight. It's always a good newscast here in Central Florida with our friends at Local 6. Drew Curtis from FARC.com. We need to handle a little business, though, uh, with Matt Albert, our phone screener. The most hated man in Central Florida. We'll cover that next on Real Radio 104.1. Matt Albert, Real Radio 104.1. 
having a fun discussion with Drew Curtis mm-hmm. from Fart.com about just kind of the media, politics, not the nuts and bolts of politics, but just kind of what's going on. I asked him what's the biggest thing going on right now, and uh, he says Iran. Like, the Iran thing is a big story. That's always on the top of the uh, the Yahoo and everything the most viewed and most emailed is usually the Iran stuff. And yeah, right you, below all the uh, teachers having sex with students. Mm-hmm. Uh, right you here. You know, some of the most popular. In stuff. Florida. Yeah, 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 most in Florida. Um, yeah. And you said the big thing that Iran's going to do is what? All of the uh, analyses I've been reading lately say that they're going to provoke a survivable attack. So that way they can blame it on the big bad Americans That's and the right. Jews. And cry and rally the support for whatever the hell they're supposed to be in favor of. And Iran and Iraq, or I mean, uh, Iran and Al Qaeda don't like each other. No, and so, I- wrong side of the Muslim faith. And they, uh, Iran would like to be the, uh, I guess, bringing together. Yeah, the, uh, which the is Muslim what Al Qaeda is trying to do in the same time, but because they're the different sects of the faith, it uh, becomes a kind of a problem for them. Mm-hmm. And so then we start talking too about the media and why why. Like him or hate him, you know, Drew says the good thing that the Bush administration is good at. Well, not about a good thing, but it's definitely a skill that they have. Is, uh, what'd you say? Uh, beating the media in submission. Right. They've got them so they won't ask questions. They're just all freaked out. They won't mm-hmm. follow up on anything. I mean, they got something to the point where they can actually almost prove that Rove did something illegal. And what? Nothing. Nothing. And you know why? It's because of the way they handle it. The media can't report the same story two days in a row. Or even a week. They can try, but in general it doesn't work. No, and people aren't going to read it. They want something new. Yeah, and so what happens is, is so they roll the story out the door. Rove probably did something illegal. So then they ask Rove for comment. No comment. End of story. Mm-hmm. If they refuse to discuss it, that's it. Yeah, if you can't feed the story, the yes. story's going to die. Right. And um, That's and- why there was so much fuss over the Dick Cheney thing. Mm-hmm. Is because it was all this frustration pent up in the media about the fact that they can't nail these guys down anything else. So they got to bring it out on this thing that has nothing to do with politics whatsoever, a hunting accident, and make a big fuss out of that. When in reality, they ought to be going after the real issues. And honestly, that died pretty quick, too. Yeah, oh, it took a week, though. It, it took a yeah. lot longer than it should have, let mm-hmm. me tell you. That should have been like a one-day-in-and-out type of thing, but they just kept on bringing it up. Over well, I don't know. When the vice president actually shoots someone in the face, I think it can go a few days without uh, getting old. Yeah, but the way that the they The jokes kept, are there. The way that, yeah, they are, but the way they kept bringing it up, though, uh, like, for example, uh, it, it, it lasted a couple days initially because mm-hmm. it wasn't reported the first time, and so there was this big, oh, they didn't report the, the when it happened. Oh, my God, they were trying to cover it up or some kind of insinuation. Mm-hmm. When in reality, the problem was is that there were two problems. One, there's no protocol for what happens when the vice president shoot somebody like we know what happens when somebody shoots the president there's a protocol for that but there is not one for the other way around yeah hasn't happened in 200 years what protocol do you need you, you say well, hey for, here's for the what happened office. they don't know what to do well the second problem is is that if you think about the problems that the uh, cheney uh, cheney's office has been having with leaking stuff you know the surviving staff members have got to be just paranoid as all get out for anything anytime that anything happens they've got to be like oh my god we we got to wait until the big guy tells us to do something and of course he's not telling them to do anything because he's busy yeah, and he doesn't want any, to say anything anyway you know I don't yeah. buy the I don't buy the protocol it's the same thing if somebody gets in a car accident hey the vice president was in a car accident Here's what happened. Here are the details. Here's that, more that's, forthcoming. That's something happened to him instead of yeah, that, not uh, something the other way around. him putting on something. Else. That's the protocol that didn't exist. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I, I. It's a subtle. It's a subtle detail, but I think no, that's I, what happened. There. I mean, I got gotcha. you. I, I don't know. That's probably a, where their head was at, but their head should have been yeah. right, throwing it out there. But I was telling him, I don't know if it's so much the media's fault as opposed to. I mean, it could be because we've conditioned society not to care about anything if it's longer than three minutes. You know, you got to have a nice three, four-minute package. But we have such a short attention span. I mean, this, 
you know, this administration, there's been so much stuff, and none of it sticks. There's just, we don't care if it's... And I don't think it's that. I think people do care, but I think the media has been called into submission because they, they the way that they control them by not giving anything extra to talk about, that shuts down all discussion. And then also the way that they also will will close off access to the White House for asking hard questions. Like that one chick that always sits in front. What's her name? You guys know what I'm talking about? Helen, Helen Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, yeah, the old chick that's always in front. Mm-hmm. She asked a hard question at one press conference, ended up getting sent to the back the next time around. <laughs> right. But I don't, I don't buy the thing that, you know, if we care about something, Something, it will become an issue, i.e., they throw around the immigration thing. Well, people stand up, they start marching and rallying, and either they're for it or they're against it, and it suddenly things are beginning not to so much happen, but that there's a public debate on it because it's something people cared about. It was something they rallied around. But with this president, it's again, there's just nothing sticks with all the stuff that's gone on. And for some reason... I don't know if we here as Americans feel like it doesn't directly affect us because with immigration, either directly affect you know directly affected families or somebody felt that well hey I can't get a job because of the Mexicans gathering at Seven Eleven do a job that I wouldn't do anyway you know what I mean and well, so and, they and, felt the connection but they're not feeling that same connection they the have more thing, of a connection with American Idol and Lost than they do with their own government. The odd thing about the immigration thing is everybody was pointing the fingers at the immigrants and not the people hiring them. You know, there yeah. is more. If you're gonna get mad, get mad at the people giving them a reason to be here. Yeah, if you want to nip that all in the bud, make it a jailable felony. Mm-hmm. That'll shut it down in a heartbeat, no problem at all. But instead, they're going around and they're doing these raids. You know, and again, they're getting the workers and they're gonna, you know, they're taking them back. And maybe just so they can run right back over. Yeah, yeah. Or they can plug them in with new, you know, new nameless bodies. Mm-hmm. All right, but enough about politics because we can talk about the hate administration all we want to. Let's talk about something a little bit more important. Matt Albert, our six foot five, five hundred pound, twenty one year old black virgin. He's a third mic writer. He screams phone calls. And he's the most hated uh, media personality here in Central Florida. People do not like him for some reason. Yeah. Uh, the show was on a fantastic roll, Drew. Uh, right here in the fall. And Matt, I brought him down. I think he's very funny. I brought him down to join the show. And ever since then, uh, the wheels have fallen off. I think we exceeded the weight limit. Mm-hmm. But a <laughs> right, we're turning uh, into the slide instead of away. Now, shut up. There is now a petition on uh, petitionspot.com/slash/petitions/slash/MattAlbertSucks. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. And you can go. You can easy link on hideoutheretics.net. And right now, they're looking for a thousand signatures. And I guess it just started this afternoon. Um, Here's what it is. All right, I'm going to read to you what it says, Matt. All right. Uh, Matt Albert sucks. Send him home. (laughs) Created by Matt Albert sucks. The hideout is known for being the funniest night show in America, but since Matt Albert came to town, the hideout seemed to lose some steam. The reason being is the fat slob of 500 pounds named Matt Albert. He doesn't get paid and sucks at every job he does. His jokes are not funny and few and far between. He is taking the show down with his chances of never of never being skinny. Uh, let's sign this up and send the fat boy packing. Hmm. So there are some very harsh words yeah. from an anonymous person on yeah, so uh, anonymous, the Internet. Anonymous Jimmy Jam. Um, a very anonymous Jimmy Jam. So here we have, now it takes a thousand, Drew, and maybe with your help on fart.com we can get it there. Um <laughs> <laughs> 
There are 28 total signatures. One? Who's the 28th? Uh, the real Matt Albert. Yeah, that was me. Okay. <laughs> he did say you go home? <laughs> oh, we're not keeping you here. You can go home at any time. What, uh, what website did you say this was? Uh, go to, let's go to hideoutheretics.net, and that's an easy link. They actually have a link to Fark up there right now. It's on my comments, too, on my MySpace page, just in case. Um, now, Matt, as I look at this, I'm going to go over the petitions, okay, the recent signatures. Mm-hmm. And most of them are just saying, you know, I support this petition. Like from who? All right, here we have anti-Matt. No, Puerto Rican and fat. (laughs) Here we have our former intern, Hooch. She writes... Uh, Hold on. Strike the Puerto Rican, just just keep the fat, blonde, smelly, and just bad attitude. Uh, I support this position because you are not funny, Matt. Don't let the door hit you on the ass. Um, Here's some more from Mitch. That's original. He says... I support this petition, uh, petition because it's about time. Matt is a huge radio roadblock. Thank you for the help. <laughs> Let's see. Here's Matt's fat who signed it. That is the fattest, nastiest virgin I've ever seen. <laughs> Some of these are true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I did see one famous signature on there. Who's that one? Phil Frazier. Okay, oh. Phil Frazier, our friend from EA Sports, the producer of uh, Madden. He produces Madden, puts it all together. Bad game. It's a wonderful game. (laughs) Overrated in my book. That's all you do is play. NFL 2K5, great. Okay, let me see here. Who are some other ones that say... Not Hefe and Not Hefe. Not Hefe signed it twice. He's doubled down. He's always better on the phones. Now he just takes up space. Sam Thomas wrote, I thought it was only me. SBK, the soul brother Kevin, writes, I support this petition because he stinks. And here's one from Emily, a chick who maybe wants to support you. Oh, wait, she says, I support this position or petition because bye-bye, Fat Matt. Yeah, Taffy Teeth is on there, too. <laughs> Taffy Teeth is our friend Link, <laughs> who is missing a few of his... Uh, All of them. His teeth. If not, they're black. Okay. Now, this is really mean, and I don't know if you're winning over any friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do I need friends? I mean, I'm on the radio. Oh, I, re- I really don't need But they it. try to stop you from being on the radio. Uh, here, what, like, seriously, what is a petition from some, like, 30 ass, asses? Don't get us lined. Yeah, don't get, get a little excited over there, aren't uh, you? A little bit. All right, Matt, here's Just some people bit. on the phone that want to support you. Aw. Uh, hmm. No, I missed it. Hold on. Poor you. Here's another one. Try line two. Damn it. Mm, must right. be busted. You know, the trunk line must be messed up. Too, right. too many calls. All right. Tyler Durden says, I support this petition because Matt Albert does suck and is fat. I say send him home. Bring back chunks. He looks like the penguin from the first Batman movie, and <laughs> I don't see why I, I'm getting attacked by him. All right, now, Matt, you got to see that people hate you. Why do you think people hate you so much? Are you not funny? I don't think they get me down here. Okay, all right. My, humor, my humor killed in D.C. The, the southern, like, slope, uh, like, slow mind down here just does not get my references. Okay, now, what are those witty references that uh, you speak of? Like, if I drop the word Valhalla, they have no idea what the hell, or Beowulf. They have no idea what's going on down here. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means Chaucer. either. All right, Doctor Phil just signed on. Uh, you realize the last thing you need is for this to get to a thousand. 
If it gets to a thousand, I guess we have to send you home. Oh. All right. Now somebody says, I like Matt. He brings quote unquote street cred to the hideout. Straight up. What does that even mean? You like Lincoln Park? Now tell me. And he's yeah. never really walked a street in his life. <laughs> right. Lazy fat bastard. <laughs> a, a causeway maybe. We're never a street. All right, let's go. Is that that smart humor that people are missing? Yes. Okay, I guess I missed it. Well, I'm a funny. thinking man's comic. Uh, Anti-Matt in Orlando. You're a comic now? Wow. Anti-Matt, you're in the hideout. What's up? You're not in D.C. anymore. I find it real ironic, though. Mm-hmm. The, the date of this... <laughs> what? 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 What was that stumble stammer? What mumble? I got the Matt Albert syndrome. Go ahead. Oh, that was quick. The day this petition is made is my actual birthday. Okay, now, were you behind the petition? Hell no, but I find it. All right. Well, there's there's one. Stamper and Bear Lake, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. Did he say something about a causeway? I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Man, they didn't build them things strong enough. Mm-hmm. Hey, how do you sign this thing without a, a computer? Um, I guess if you – I got a computer here. You want me to sign it for you? Yeah, please. And instead of don't let the door hit you, I'd like to see him try to get through one without hitting both sides at once. Oh, turn sideways. That's fun. That's sad. Mm. Now, have you ever had that trouble where you thought maybe you weren't going to fit through this door, so you go through sideways? Yeah, that's why I started losing weight. Really? Like, yeah. I was like, uh. Once you, you know, started getting stuck in the door jam, you yeah, figured, uh oh. You can't walk through front doors. It's time to lose weight. That's the that's the problem. Okay, well, Matt, um, what would you like to do to win over people here in Central Florida? Not a goddamn thing. Uh, I I really don't understand why all this is happening, because it's just one guy, Jimmy Jam, that's causing this. Ever since I started you know, screening phones, and he's he hasn't gotten on air, because I'm the first phone screener to actually realize his phone calls suck the life out of the stupid show. No offense. With all due respect, I say that. Okay, hold on. Stupid show. So well, now, now all of a sudden you're one of the posters on Fark.com. Yes. Uh, so now it's a stupid show that you work for. I mean that with all due respect. Stupid <laughs> as smart. What do you mean? Yeah. Okay. Stupid as in smart. Good. Like Sally the Tranny gives me nothing. It's His voices are all the same for his characters. Hello, this is Paul. Hello, this is Sally the Tranny. Hello, this is All right, but Johnny. You, don't you think that's good that someone wants to create? Sure, if and, you're trying. He's not trying. It's just he agrees with whatever you say. <laughs> and I like that. Call me Bill O'Reilly. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you have to say humor. But, um, <laughs> you need to need, uh, pick up the spot for you? Or are you having trouble following along? What? You keep on stuttering and stammering. It just like you said. I don't. Here's the thing: you're not an eloquent speaker. No, I'm not. And when you get excited, you can't keep it going. Well, I get angry and I want to curse and I have to pull it back. Go ahead. If I <laughs> seriously, no, you asked. What do you mean seriously? <laughs> We're on the radio, you idiot. Did you guys uh, check out the other petitions on this site? Um, not yet. <laughs> First, a quick update: Stamper just signed it, and Yo Mama. Oh. Has also just signed it. She doesn't even have fingers. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know she doesn't have hair. <gasps> your mom's fat. <laughs> I've seen that, your mom. She's no prize. She's well documented. My mom has fat. hair. Uh, I, has, hold on real fast. She's she a test and childish. Here's a supporter. Mims. Uh, hey, you're I high. tell you. Uh, hey, guys. How are you doing? Great show. Great show. Thank you. I'd like to put the first $100 to rent a truck to haul his fat ass back. To DC. Okay, now here, all right. Where'd your anger come from, sir? What, what did I do to I, 
Because I, I don't put you no on air, Mims. Yeah, radio roadblock, dude. Radio roadblock. I remember Mims. Radio roadblock. A couple of, couple of weeks ago, we were having yeah. a discussion about gas, and uh, he called yeah. like three times, and he kept breaking up, and I kept hung, hanging up on him, and, and this is why he's angry at me. hanging up on me. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why? part of the problem. As a phone screener, you're supposed to just let people write on the radio. Yeah, just let yeah. them through. <laughs> Open the floodgates. All right, people are saying he's funny. Uh, Matt Albert is. All his voices sound like that Jedediah Johnson. He was a good character. Right, he just never got char- taken off the ground. That's your character that you tried to create, and every time you'd call in and do a bit, you'd giggle. He's better than Bradley. Your fat ass would just <laughs> giggle. I'm beginning to agree with the listeners. Well, we I, guess, are, I guess you're not as smart as I thought you were. We're on our way to 1,000. <laughs> yeah. All right, so so far in this segment, you've called the show Stupid. And you said I'm not smart. Well, it's better than stupid, isn't it? All right, hold on a second. <laughs> Let's interrupt all of the drama for our friend. Uh, Local 6 News at 11, joining us for Heard It First in the Hideout. If you're too lazy to pick up the morning paper for tomorrow's news, uh, don't worry about it. We did the dirty work for you. Heard It First. All right, um... Special edition of uh, Heard It First in the Hideout, because joining us along with uh, Bob Fryer from Local 6, uh, he's been sitting in all show. Drew Curtis from FARC.com is in studio with us. Bob, how are you this evening? I'm grand, gentlemen. How are we doing tonight? Fantastic. All we hear is Radio Roadblock. Oh. Radio Roadblock. Uh, that's, the next, that's the next one on there. Bob Fryer, Local 6. I hope you go to Channel 13. Stop! <laughs> all right, Bob, what's in the news? Uh, well, of course, we're talking about the brush fires tonight, guys. Governor is in Central Florida. We're talking to him. He's a little angry because he thinks uh, a lot of the fires were, uh, you know, just due to carelessness. And now we're in a state of emergency, not only the one in Volusia, but we had one pop up by SeaWorld today, one going on uh, down in Tampa. So Florida's in a state of emergency, gentlemen, because of all of the fires. We're a tinderbox, and what we need is some rain. Well, it looks like we're getting some good rain up north, but uh, we need it down here, that's for sure. Uh, what is it that will set it off? Just like a random cigarette? You know what? Did you notice the one right? It started right next to I four, didn't it? The one down there by uh, on I four by SeaWorld? Yeah, I drove it by that. Actually. Right there, and then blew, and then you know was was blowing out right from the from the freeway. So easily a cigarette. We're not getting any lightning right. from storms, and uh, all it takes is a little, little spark that gets it going. You gotta be real careful. We're just a tinderbox. Uh, Local six news at eleven. Bob Fryer joining us in the hideout for heard it first. Yep. Yeah, you guys, you gotta hear this. <laughs> Talk about uh, a guy who really wasn't thinking, or really cutting it close is what he was doing. The guy gets a DUI, okay, mm-hmm. for riding a lawnmower to the store. <laughs> Uh, uh, he actually wrote it to the story. He wasn't trying to write it to cut no, his lawn. No, he was not mowing his lawn. Although he might have mowed some lawns on the way. Well, there was but. a reason too, because it ended up being his uh, third one. The DUI? Uh, yeah. Or third lawn. <laughs> third DUI. <laughs> that's like why he was. He made twenty-five bucks on his way to the store. <laughs> right. He was hoping it would be some kind of loophole, so he didn't have to drive it. Made beer money on the way there. Yeah. And then we got uh, we got a crime. This guy stealing cars. By simply towing them. He pretends to be a tow truck driver and just walks right off or drives right off with your car. Yeah, here's the thing about that. I think that all tow truck drivers are thieves anyway. Well, 
you don't get into that aspect of the story, but uh, <laughs> sorry, that's my uh, that's my opinion. That local sixes, and you're welcome to it. <laughs> but uh, so he was pretending to be a tow truck operator, and he's just exactly. stealing cars. Exactly, exactly. Pro- problem solvers on that one. <laughs> well, I don't know if we got the problem solvers on that one. We'll tell you about it. We'll see what happens. All right, very very good. There he is, Bob Fryer, local six news at eleven, coming up in twenty five minutes. Appreciate it, Bob. All right. Right after CSI Miami. Enjoy it, guys. Nice. Thank you, buddy. Talk to you. Bye. All right. Here are a couple more that have already signed up. He wears a toupee, by the way. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> you Pretty do clear. not know that. You stop it. we got a great relationship with that. You can see them. the weave. Uh, <laughs> snap on right, over that thing. Here's some of the new ones who have signed up. Um, let's see. Hefe Sorcolin has signed on to the uh, petition. And that is a, a real thing. God hates himself. Uh, signed that one. Andrew Curtis, number 39, <laughs> signed the petition. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the Hideout. All right, people are pissed, Matt. Why? I got them on the phone. They're angry. They hate them. Don't care. You think it's racial? No, they're just dumb. They just don't get me yet. They'll learn, you know, read a couple of books, they'll get me. I'm not getting you now. Maybe it's because I can't hear or decipher what you're saying through the stuttering. Get, get, get. That's just my thing. It's fat tongues. <laughs> what? Monday night with the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Drew Curtis from Park.com. And the petition is growing. Yeah. Thousand signatures sends Matt Albert home. Ouch. Some of the people who have signed up just during the commercial break, Dubs. Uh, Matt Albert's hairless mother. <laughs> Brian Peppers. Chuck Norris. Oh, that's kind of old. Killed a pig. And Jim Beam. So all these people saying it's enough of Matt Albert. Lots of loves out there. <laughs> well, you know, it's a hideout. Funniest night show in America. They get it. They understand. Up here are some more. Uh, Matt Albert's humor. Orlando's Church's Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt Albert's That's probably penis. real. They go right. hand in hand, those first two. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so uh, there's a petition online. You can go to hideoutheretics.net. I think it's under the general discussion board. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is very funny. You can see pictures of our new intern, C Lane. Um, <laughs> kind of photoshopped. But... The uh, if the Gerber baby had grown up, mm-hmm. that's C Lane, and the photos are <laughs> dead on. I guess you could say. Yeah, you, know, you uh, could probably find out the Gerber baby did grow up. <laughs> there She's he like is. eighty-seven, that, eighty-eight years old. Or that something one like of that. them uh, with the uh, with the me and the and the Dugan, not dead on. Uh, but, uh, all right, let's go to Sally the Tranny in Maitland <laughs> wants to talk to uh, Matt Albert. Hi, I walked into my room and I hear you talk some stuff about me, man. What is this up with? Uh, you're the one that created the petition or whatever it is. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. And you're I always the one no talking pit- trash behind me. I'm my room, you know, minding my own transsexual business, and Matt Albert's talking to junk. You, do you hear how funny this is? This is why I had to hang up on it. Listen to the pause. Like, oh, is he? Is anyone laughing at it? The, no, they're not. What's with the hatred, Matt? Uh, you hate what? transsexuals? Is that I what hate, it is? You're against the I community? Hate, I hope you die. I hope you choke on an apple. I'm pro Dugan, 
but I really don't care about. Is Jimmy that Jam. is this some of that highbrow humor that we're not getting? <laughs> yes, this is we're not used getting to it? this. Uh, yeah, that was way over my head. Oh. I tell you, it was too smart. Here's where you should be: NPR. I think you went to NPR. Maybe maybe you'd be a hit. Well, maybe you should uh, be posting on the uh, the Fark board here because. <laughs> oh, they're hilarious. You, no, you're you're you seem highbrow enough for them. Yeah, smart. Keep trying. Give us some more of that highbrow wit. All right. Set well, up a nice joke. I was reading the news the other day. Okay. And uh, I saw something about Sharon Stone. <laughs> um, I got nowhere to go with this. So are we saying it should be true? Yes. All right, here's some people who actually do want to support you. Bobby Hill, listening in Philly on RealRadio.fm. What's up, Bobby? Bad joke, hey, Even though, uh, well, I'm sorry, hey, Ponch, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Matt, even though you, you seem to hang up on me a few times and you seem to not like me very much, man, if you can if you can bring up a Beowulf reference and do it right, you know, you deserve to stay, man. All right, so there's Thank someone you. who likes you if you can throw out Beowulf. Grindel appreciates it. Beowulf people get that. Just so you know. Oh, I feel bad I'm laughing. <laughs> I actually understand what that means. I don't. <laughs> look yeah. at you so proud of yourself. <laughs> Would you like a flag of mead? You look like Grendel. Uh, like, this is Tommy looks like Grendel's mother. <laughs> That's the punchline. All right, hold on. Here's some more. <laughs> oh, snap, son. All right, here's some more people who have uh, signed the uh, petition. Tugboat. <laughs> Dave Chappelle was a big fan listening from his uh, place in Ohio and uh, Wookie X oh. so again the living weeble wobble a, a th- <laughs> he's the most annoying man I've ever seen he looks like a woodchuck if you've ever seen his lips and his mouth he looks like a woodchuck and okay. he's got the same color as one too I've never seen someone with a hue like that do you think this is one of the things that's hurting Matt, is that uh, he might be a little slow in the jokes, but on the insults to every one of our listeners, it's like he's been <laughs> he's thinking right about them forever. Why do you hate listeners so much? I don't hate listeners. I just hate callers. Okay. There's a difference. People, Listeners just you know sit back, listen, don't call. I don't interact with them. Callers call up and give me hassle, and I don't really need that. Uh, Screw wh- them. What kind of hat? Like, cause, but here's the thing. You're a phone screener. Exactly. And they give me hassle. <laughs> but I, and if on. you call in and say, no, I don't want to go on air, don't call then. Don't call because you're calling a radio station. You are going to be on air, god damn it. No, easy, sorry. All right, but um, all right, the bear's <laughs> angry. Uh, the grizzly's angry. Yeah, that should really drive up the uh, call ratio. Okay. Up but what? Here's one. This dot is funnier than Matt, and it points to a little period. They Ew. signed up on there. 12-year-old? Hefe is... Uh, there is something about, funny about a 12-year-old period. Yeah. A little period. <laughs> a little period that could. Yeah. Hefe's <laughs> toilet. And uh, Matt Albert's chair. It was high, bro. Signed the <laughs> yeah, here we go. I got you. You know that. Uh, definitely, that's C-SPAN material. Let's go to Ryan in Orlando. You're in the hideout. What's up, Ryan? How you doing, Hefe? I gotta say, if it's up for Matt to go, I gotta totally agree with this. This fat bastard only has the humor of an eighth grader in the lunchroom. All he does is rag on people and can only. That's all he does. All right, now that, that's true, Matt. You're just hateful, and it's essentially as if we're in middle school again. 
That's true. I remember sitting with kids like him in the lunchroom. They were just fat and ugly, and all they could do was make fun of other people, so people wouldn't make fun of them. He's not even self-deprecating at this point. He's just a loser. And now here's the other thing, too, about it. He's eating his pizza and corn, and he's eating yours. And mine, exactly. Thank, Thank you, Ryan. You, Thank you, buddy. I'm immature. We just had, like, three segments, like, a couple of days ago of uh, ass cancer and how you're going to die and bleed out from there. How is that not immature? <laughs> True, though. Yeah, oh, that's, that's actually, serious. That's a medical condition. Yeah. We weren't joking and laughing. <laughs> I'm going to be laughing. I was on the verge of a medical breakdown. So? No offense. This is the problem. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> Again, he's called me stupid. I and... No offense, though. All right, Drew Curtis from Fark.com. I'm sorry you have to see the dirty laundry drill. Oh, you... uh, that's right. It's not no offense. It's allegedly. You're right. Gaming nerd board. In Orlando, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. <laughs> Hey, I'm just, like, calling to try to help Matt Albert here. He's, like, he does a really good job, in my opinion, because he seems to make an ass of himself and brings jolliness to the whole room. He's, like, he's always, he, he's that stereotype. He's fat, he's always giggling, he's gleeful, he's joyful. Yeah, he, like, adds happiness to the people that aren't being happy. All right, there you go, Matt. That's a... I'm like a big jelly bean, I guess. He's jovial. Thanks, Celine. Thanks. Well, it seems like it's going really well, Matt. Yeah, you're getting a lot of people on your side. Yeah, two people so far. <clears throat> Does the circle have sides? All right, here's some more people, because it's now blowing up. Um, too highbrow for you there, Matt? <laughs> no, it was perfect for me. All I right. Liked it. A little geometry joke. Yeah, I love it. Tubgirl.com has signed up. Oh, my favorite website. LemonParty.org. <laughs> <laughs> Go to man. I'll be right behind. He always follows. LemonParty.org is not there anymore. BottleGuy.com? BottleGuy.com is still there. Have you been to BottleGuy yet? Oh, yes. How about uh, BloodyTrixie.com? No, I have not. I don't think I'll go there. <laughs> if, if this is in the same category, I don't need to Peruse. If you're ever 18. My laptop will just explode. Meatspin.com? Uh-huh. All right, Matt Albert's Pizza and Corn is signed up. <laughs> <laughs> Anything we say, they're just signed up under that. There you go. And has signed up. So there it is, Matt. No Grendel yet? No, not yet. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin. No Chaucer? Uh, hold on, here's me. Do we need a break? Are we late? All right, we'll take a break, come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Hatred for Matt Albert continues. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Drew Curtis from Fark.com hanging out with us. Uh, I got this one from L-Train. He says, uh, I think it's because Matt Albert sounds fatter in Orlando. You can hear the lard in his voice. <laughs> yeah, but relatively speaking, compared to D.C., isn't he skinnier now? Yeah, he is. He I mean, has lost weight. Compared to the rest of the population. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. Um, that hurts. <laughs> I got this one from, by the way, there's a petition that's on to get rid of Matt Albert. Mm-hmm. A thousand signatures, he goes home. You can find it on hideoutheretics.net, along with a live a link to a live thread to fork.com. Hey, you're right, your colon up. signed it, it looks like. Yeah, a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> it's that big. It's an active colon. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if you only knew. So it's like the movie Anaconda. Now John Doe, who I guess is a fan of the show or not, says Matt's the funniest guy on the show. F that, your fans suck. So there's a little support. Smart man. 
That's yeah. what Matt's been saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you notice me argument. typing on the IM when I got back? You're John, though. No wonder I hate you. Uh, What's that supposed to mean? All right, there's a new one up. <laughs> all right, there's a- yeah, there's one that uh, just got uh, another petition. Have you seen it yet? The fake Mexican radio host? Is that me? I think so. <laughs> oh, you ass. <laughs> it is. Target. It has my email. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby Hill, you son of a bitch. <laughs> this petition here is to bring an end to the evil death grip this fake Mexican radio host has on poor, easily persuaded Orlando. <laughs> and it has a picture of the guy from Chips that says you're a fag. <laughs> I don't sign that one. <laughs> Just sign the Matt Albert. Okay, wow, dude. How many is it up to so far? About to hit 100. Well, show's popular. Yeah, well, now not only has my colon signed it, my colon doctor <laughs> has hopped on the anti matt band. They're hanging out together probably. Has right. Bradley Take signed it? Brown font. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Miguel, again, that highbrow humor. Miguel in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up? How you doing? I've been listening to you guys' show since the beginning, and mm. I have to say, of your life? it's a great show. But it's even better with Matt Albert. I'm on his side. He's the best. All right, here's someone who's actually still eating at the middle school lunch table who does like you. Mm. Speaking of 12-year-old periods, here he is. (laughs) (laughs) Even the people that support you. He's going after the guys calling in to back you up. Gaming nerd lord here in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up? Hey, Matt Albert, I don't think you're appreciating any of our help, so I think you should just leave the show right now because you're committing queer suicide. Right. You say queer? Career. career. Oh. <laughs> you just heard what you first. wanted to hear. Chunks can kill himself. <laughs> right. Oh. So, Matt, what are you going to do? Are you going to leave if there's a thousand? No. He did mention he might just quit the show but still stay in Orlando with you. Uh, <laughs> wrong. Give you massages. <laughs> shave your back like you always wanted me to. That is true. I need something done there. How do I sign the stupid petition? What do you? Which one? <laughs> There's the one with the picture of chips on it. Alright, don't sign that one. That's the wrong one to sign. I like how I, I only need a hundred for this one. Oh. Only a hundred? Oh, what? Hey, yeah, go. and then you're gone. Yeah. Well, I mean Is it really that easy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. Alright, now I gotta go see that one again. I, hope I like not. how I'm looking at the new petitions and the save Darfur one's got one vote on it. <laughs> yeah, and Matt Albert's got uh, He's got 100. like 90 now. So. Uh, Darfur, never heard of it. I'm American. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break, wrap up the show here on a Monday night. One of Matt's fat rolls has signed. <laughs> Run through nine, which one is it? I think it's the third one on the left rib cage. Oh, my favorite. It's a hideout, real radio, 104.1. That's where you hide the bread. Coming up next on the hideout. Hideout. We'll wrap this up. Drew Curtis, Fark.com. Fun night here in the hideout with them. Mad at this rate, dude. You'll be done by the end of the week. <laughs> I heard it's nice as springtime. Huh? What? Jesus, you stuttering bastard. I didn't realize you were a stutterer, too. Now you're actually Radio Gold. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, wrapping it up on a Monday. I love these uh, petitions on here. All French people must burn 323 signatures. (laughs) There's 323 people out there that think, yeah, all French. Need to burn them all. 
Yeah, it's great. I uh, saw the one for the fake Mexican radio host. First one signed, uh, J-Dubs. And why is that? I couldn't actually, uh, didn't bother reading what it said. Stung a little bit. Oh, come on. Don't get all upset. I don't even know how to read it. Just tell me what it said, you ass. Because I can. <laughs> I sign it because I can. Dick. Drew Curtis from Fark.com here wrapping it up. Uh, well, thank oh you. God! What? One of the uh, one of them is uh, Michael Jackson is a fag and a sicko. Four hundred twenty-six signatures. What is that petitioning? <laughs> <laughs> it's a statement. It's yeah, not it's a... a statement of fact. There. <laughs> They're saying he wants them. They want people to do something. They just uh, <laughs> if you agree with me, sign this. <laughs> All right, Dubs. Well, um, we're up to 121 on the uh, petition for Matt Albert, anti-Matt, trying to send him home to D.C. Thank you to Bob Fryer. Came in from Local 6 News at 11, coming up in just about five minutes. And thank you to Drew Curtis from FARC.com for coming in and hanging out. No matter if the Farkers hated us. Mm-hmm. Uh, A few of them came around. Yeah. It's so funny because no matter what it is, everybody hates it at first. Mm-hmm. We have the 20-hour rule here in the hideout. Give us 20 hours, you'll love the show. That's all, you... all it takes. Think about it. Two hours a week or two hours a day for two weeks, and you will fall in love with all of us. Not that difficult. And if that doesn't work, put your ear right next to the uh, the uh, speaker, and I'll de-smack it right there. The other thing, too, is you can go to the uh, podcasting on iTunes and get caught up on 20 hours. You just love the show. You don't fall in love with it like everybody else. Only four people signed for women's rights? Who needs it? They have it already. What is this, from <laughs> yeah. 1940? Yeah, there should be a petition to take them away. Okay, I don't uh, know. Stop women's suffrage. Right, I'm exactly. not being shock jockey. I mean it. Not, I'm not trying to be funny. Obviously. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm starting a new petition in a few minutes. Yeah? Yeah, I, I can't tell you because someone's in the studio right now, but I think you guys know. <laughs> Don't point at Drew. It's not about him, Chunks. <laughs> I can promise you that. Um, all right, Matt, what are you going to do to win over the people of Central Florida? Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what is Forever? that? Gonna, Mission what, accomplished. <laughs> what is that going to do? That's not going to help you win any fans. Make me feel better. Okay. So well, it matters. All right. I guess that is it. Screw y'all, all y'all. All right. Well, there is a. Just try. Can you try? <laughs> we are here. Get to know the people. Get to love the people the way we have. They smell. All right. 102 <laughs> Jams has uh, signed this. Garabo assigned it. <laughs> and all the women Matt has loved before. <laughs> Which is none. So I don't even know why that one counts. He is a virgin. That's fake. <laughs> exactly. Throw that You're one out. too much glee out of this, Drew. <laughs> right, Baldy? Oh, come on. That's not fair. Why are you attacking Drew? And you're going bald, too. I don't even want to hear it. Going, not there like he is. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus. What an I'm ass. on the journey. He's got a t-shirt from the place. <laughs> That's what I would stupid t Right. All right. Well, thank you to Make Drew sure you Kurtz. stand next to Matt when you wear it. There and, you go. And fart.com. <laughs> uh, thank you, guys. Uh, wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannon Burke, middays, Phillips, Fowl in the afternoon. 
Hideout's back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to The Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. God bless King Dude, always talk good and be somebody. <laughs> Question everything. <laughs> we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. Shut up! Stop it! You weak, you baby! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I'm a friend of whore. I wish I know how to quit you. I wish I know how to quit you. I wish I know how to quit you. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Five thousand. I, five thousand.